And the Oscar goes to... We're here to fuck shit up. Well, I'm old John Bergeny. John Bergeny. John Bergeny. Welcome back, welcome back. Another episode of Two Cinema with Love. I am Jamal, here with Sir Alec. Jenny, all what? the stars are here. It's true. <laughs> what? All the stars are here. <laughs> what is that? It's not Norm McDonald saying all the stars oh. are here. You said Ronald McDonald? No, all, Norm oh, McDonald. He's super hungry. <laughs> but as a comedian that I liked a lot. But, but yeah, mm. hi guys. We got we got Jonathan on the on the on the boards. Hello, everybody. As you could hear, he was rubbing his eye ferociously. Mm. Are you sleepy? More like hungry. So you rub your eye because you're hungry? Well, because I'm hungry, it makes me sleepy. Though, I remember Jonathan would come would come here on time, leave, get food, and then come back and be late. <laughs> hey, food is priority, man. Food is life. <laughs> it is. Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. Even ever since the dawn of man. Since All he did was just hunt and sleep. Since the dawn of caveman? The dawn of Barbie. <laughs> Ever since the dawn of Barbie. <laughs> the dawn we've of, been hungry. The dawn of Ken. <laughs> just food. Just and food. Ken found jihad and took over Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> we, got a, uh, we got a good one today. Yes, sir. We're going to be talking about some film festival stuff. We got a lot of trailers to review. and yeah, A so lot. A bunch of them. <laughs> so much. And be actually, before we came on, <clears throat> so I don't forget, we were talking about anime, and Jonathan had, what, what, what was the question you had asked? I had asked Alec, it's one about it's one of the films that we're going to, I guess, talk about with the trailer, The Boy and the Heron, but basically I asked him if that was considered anime or not, and he had said at first it wasn't. I th- and I asked him, what does it, what does something cons- be considered anime? And he said, I think it's like a style. And then I think Ali looked it up. And then what, what, what was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Like it's considered anime. Okay. Said yeah. It's considered anime because it comes from Japan. Yeah. From what I've heard, um, you know, people that love to watch like the anime shows and, you know, read the mangas and all that, they were saying that anime is considered anime if it comes from Japan. But even if Americans do their animation style, just like Japan and all that, it, mm-hmm. it's considered anime. It's just considered animation or cartoon. And I was going to say, I think the reason why the Japanese kind of do that mm-hmm. is to keep it kind of prestige. Or mm-hmm. like kind of like that. Preserve. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Of, no, this is anime. It's yeah. not just some random cartoon that right. you see on Saturday mornings. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. But it's like it's more thought and kind of storyline and kind of going into it. Yeah. So I can I can kind of get that. Mm-hmm. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. But how are you guys doing? What What have you guys been watching lately? What, what's What's going on? The things have been going good. Going up is going to be at a film festival next weekend. Woo! Another one in uh, town. Antioch got this called Dark Fest. Oh, okay, at the El Campanile. If you guys want to 
show up or not, it's fine. I'm probably gonna I'm, I'm gonna go. Gonna be, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a lot of dark people. See what go. Yeah, I think it's. I think we're nominated for best sci-fi film. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, should be cool. Go over there, swing big energy. <laughs> Excuse me. Just big energy. What? Big energy. Go over there. The winners right here. This big energy, not, not, big, not like big dick energy. Like, <laughs> swinging that Danny Madison. Yeah, we're wasting no time getting those jokes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's cool. On this episode of that '70s show. I mean, oh gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this weekend's uh, I think next weekend's the film festival. So if you guys want to come to Dark Fest and the El Campanile Theater in downtown Antioch, uh, go ahead. I think it starts at six p.m. What day? Saturday. Okay. Saturday at six p.m. Nice. So yeah, come on down. And other nice. than that, I've been watching. I haven't finished it, but I started the the Netflix show. Speaking of anime, One Piece. Mm. That's a live action adaptation of a very long running. <laughs> Anime is like very a thousand long. something episodes. Yeah, it's like yeah. it started back in the late '90s. I think it started back in the late. Let me just make sure. Yeah, it started back in 1999. It's still going. Crazy man, that's wild. Yeah, now they came out with a new live action version on Netflix, and usually with live action version of anime, they can be extremely horrible. Mm-hmm. Example, like the Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> the Death Note. Death Note, Death Note was Death Note was funnier than Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh wow, that was a funny movie, but it's still very bad. Right, but but yeah, Use the Death Note that also came from Netflix, so people have been very wary. But mm-hmm. this one, I only seen like a couple episodes of it, but it's, it's really entertaining. I'm enjoying it so far. The guy that got the play, Luffy, Luffy. what's his name here? Luffy Monkey something? Uh, yeah, Monkey de Luffy. Monkey. <laughs> uh, Wait, is that by, his name? Yeah, yeah. that's his real name. Like the person's name, yeah. not like the character name. The character name, not the actor. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, <laughs> damn, that's a bold move. Uh, yeah, this uh, this guy, his name is... Uh, hey, Monkey! <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, black guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I, hope I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing this his name right. I'm sorry if I'm not, but in Inaki Godoy, Godoy, but he's a 20-year-old actor. He's really, he's really, uh, he really has a lot of charisma. Like, this guy's really good. He's Mexican? Yes, he's Mexican actor. This is like his like his first major role. Oh, okay. For as wow. far as I know. So right. this is so this is a really great, really great performance for him so far. He like captures the uh, the anime like style, like vibe. Like, mm. Even though it's live action, it feels very natural for him. So how does this work if they have a thousand episodes? Are they just picking a, a piece of it? And I... well, from what I've seen, because I'm also like saw like one episode from the live action, and then I've seen and I'm watching the animated. I mean, the anime version of it at at the same time. Are you watching the whole, from the beginning? Yeah. So you're gonna try to watch the whole thing? Maybe, maybe just at least the the first season of or like of the, of anime? the anime. Yeah. Damn. And so, basically, what I saw <laughs> is that in the live-action version, and Alec can prove me wrong. I mean, have you seen the anime version of it or no? Parts of it. Okay. Well, in the first episode of the live-action, it went through five episodes or so of the of uh, in the live-action. How long are these live-action episodes? <sighs> like an hour each. Jeez. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they go pretty quickly. Because one thing with anime, they like to extend it and make it long. So, like... They're good at leaving cliffhangers, but it could have been like you know resolved quickly because there's a lot of what they call those like mental dialogues yeah. that you know you so like in a live action it's kind of hard to do that so they kind of like keep it pushing and that's how the story gets told yeah, quicker. And then the anime episodes are like a less than thirty minutes each. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I'm assuming they're gonna condense it 
Because I think the show, the anime is going to end eventually. Like, the manga and anime are going to end eventually, like, the next couple of years. Mm. So, they'll have an ending. And I'm sure by the time they get going on the new seasons for the live action show, like, the, the anime will be finished. So, so, maybe they'll condense it enough just to got, where they can finish. Just got motherfuckers full story. In, a, in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Here for days. Just cranking out episodes <laughs> of the anime. We'll see. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's other show I watched because they got a new season coming out. The Love is Blind, my favorite. <laughs> it's back, baby. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, there was, a, there was season one, right? There was a season uh, there, there's, Yeah, there's been three or four seasons. Oh, so man. But they have, a, they have a little thing they do called Life After the Altar. Oh. And they, like, they like bring back the cast from that season mm. back a year. It's just to see how they catch, catch them up like a year after the season ended. Mm-hmm. And it is the most catty shit. Oh. <laughs> like people fighting and oh. still, and they, you know the the couples are still are happy and in love and stuff. Yeah, but then there's they're because they're because in the pods they're in while in the dating process, right. they're like talking to other people. Mm. And I guess there was this other couple that got engaged off screen, oh. and 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 their relationship ended bad. And then, then, then they start fighting at this like little reunion party they're having. You're a six year old. You're a fucking. You're a fucking six year old. You're 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 a clout chaser. No, you're a, no, you're a clout chaser. I love her. No, you don't. You're just here for clout. And it's like shit like that. For the clout. For the clout. <laughs> clout. Clout demon. Clout. Demon. clout. Was a fucking the Sultan of clout. The Sultan of clout. The Sultan of clout. <laughs> the great no, that, clout. No. Oh, yeah, the col- no, that's what it is. Colossal. The clout. colossal. The colossal of clout. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that that shows fun. I recommend. I recommend people that love trashy reality TV to watch. We like it. chaos. <laughs> like, if this is like watching pure hot messes of human beings, mm. <laughs> watch that show. You take a break from the Kardashians and watch <laughs> that. Oh god, I can't get it. I honestly, I can't get into the Kardashians. I've tried. I'm just like, I just can't stand these. Scott's people. funny. Scott's funny. Yeah. Scott's funny. <laughs> this weird narcissistic ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, speaking goodness. of the Kardashians, you know, Timothy Chalamet is dating Kylie Jenner. I heard. That's crazy. I heard. They were like making out at the Beyonce concert. Oh, yeah. Good for, good for him, I guess. <laughs> good for Timothee. Good for Timothee. Yeah. Or good for Kylie. Be a stepfather. <laughs> he's, a, he's a father that stepped up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but in terms of movies I've been watching, I watched this Iranian trilogy called the, the Coker Trilogy. Hmm. And the first one in this series is called the Where's the Friend's House. It's about this Iranian kid. They're going to school and stuff, and life is tough for them. And he sits next to a student, his classmate, and he keeps he lives very far away from where the school is, mm-hmm. and he keeps forgetting his his notebook to bring to school. Oh, he's gonna fail. Yeah. Then <laughs> basically, yeah. Then the teacher is basically okay. So if you forget your your notebook again tomorrow, you're you're expelled from school. You won't you will be able to come banned from school. You won't be able to come here again. That's a little harsh. Yeah, <laughs> and, they're, and they're like eight. That's, that's a little harsh. Yeah. Gotta stop being a forgetful bitch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then 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 but then then after class they go back home and and then this kid with uh, his classmate. They they accidentally dropped their school books and they accidentally exchanged notebooks by accident. Mm. And then then the kid realizes, oh shit, I have his notebook. And if he doesn't get his homework done in here and doesn't have it by tomorrow when he comes in, he's he's gonna be fucked. 
So then, he, so that's all. Yeah. Then he's then he decides. Okay, I'm gonna run over to his town and try to find him. So in the whole movie, he's trying to find him. And and it's interesting because it's basically a story about having empathy for people. And it mm. feels like the old. It feels like the kids have more empathy for people than the adults do. Mm, wow. It, the adults are he, the kids telling his mom, "Oh, I need I need to go to this town so I could give my my friend his, his notebook back." And the, and then the mom basically, oh well, fuck him, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. He should have he should have he should have known he he lost his notebook and should have kept it because that makes him a bad student. He deserves to be expelled. What? Let him get fucked. Yeah, pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't wasting my gas money. <laughs> but taking our camel over there. <laughs> but ultimately, uh, ultimately, it's like a ultimately it's a pretty sweet story about empathy. I really enjoyed. I mean, it. it does sound sweet. Yeah, it's it was just... a sweet film. Yeah, this kid is like trying to help out his friend. Nice. And but then there this the this is the first of a trilogy. And so the next couple of films, okay, okay, so maybe we'll see these kids like grow up or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but no, huh? It's more so the Coker. It's called the Coker trilogy because it takes place around this town in Iran called Coker. It's a little okay. village. And the next film is about because the actors in this film were non-actors. Well, like oh, they were. Them, yeah, they real? were not. They were like real people. Oh. And non-actors and the director is like sort of like interested in telling like semi-fiction documentary styles mm. so the next film is like a meta like a meta commentary on the first one is where it's about a direct okay like context is like more about in the early 90s iran had an earthquake mm. and it really like killed a lot of people and it like messed up a lot of people's homes so then like the director was like okay i'm gonna go over to coker and see if everyone that i worked on the film with is okay and everything so then, like he makes a film about a fictional version of his of himself going to the town and checking on the actors that acted in the film, mm. and uh, it's a very sweet movie too. And then the third film, it, even more meta, is about the making of the <laughs> second film, <laughs> and it's focusing on this specific couple in the movie in the second movie that are that are that are supposed to get married, but the parents don't like the guy because they they see him as a, uneducated so then the the woman that he wants to be in to get married to is basically just kind of shuns him doesn't speak to him because of what her parents said to her and yeah so then you have like basically the actor that plays the director is now playing the actor playing the director and being directed by an actor whoa can, can i can i say <laughs> can i say something wait, hold on, hold on. wait 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 can i say something yeah the whole time i was hearing you talk i was like this reminds me of the rehearsal basically <laughs> yeah basically the rehearsal it's basically the rehearsal, but in like trilogy movie form. Right. Okay. It's, wait, wait, say that. It's say hella it. meta. Say, say the party. <laughs> say that part again. <laughs> yeah. Without messing up. Without messing up. <laughs> An actor playing the director, and then the actor plays a director that's being directed by an actor. While that act is being directed by the actual I still director. don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> even, even when you slowed it down, and I'm, I'm with you, like, the actor's playing the director, and then it gets muddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it gets lost in translation. It's a really good, it's a really interesting way to make a trilogy, I think. Even though, even the director, his name is, the director's name is Abbas Kiristami. Mm-hmm. I believe he passed away back in 2016, but he was, like, oh, wow. a famous Iranian director. But yeah, he was very famous for his like very kind of documentary style way of filmmaking, mm-hmm. where it's like it feels like the way things are framed, it feels like if it looks cinematic, but then the way the actors are talking, it feels like you're actually watching people actually talk about their experiences in, in Iran. 
Oh, this is like from the from the eighties. Yeah, it was like late eighties, like the early nineties. I was gonna ask you, Alec, how does I mean, since they're not actors, mm-hmm. they're real people, right? You said. Yeah. Does it like feel weird watching it, or is it like no, a it different type na- of experience? Is it like you know what I mean? Because no, you know, yeah. oh, okay, it feels natural. Mm. Like all the they like a, most of it is acting. Then there's parts where you can tell like they're real people, but it doesn't mm. like, take you out or anything. It's, you feel right. like it's kind of like it's it's kind of like mesmerizing in a way. Because mm. the way it was filmed and edited and, and right, yeah, the, the lack of music really brings you into a reality. Oh, lack of music, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. There's only like score probably like in the last couple minutes of each movie, maybe. Wow. So yeah, but yeah, it's very very good films that I enjoyed watching a lot. Mm. And yeah, I would recommend that to people to watch. Mm. And yeah, oh yeah, each film is called "Where Is the Friend's House." The second one's called "And Life Goes On," and then the third one's called "Through the Olive Trees." Okay. The title crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I watched Man. the 2001 the Space Odyssey in theaters. Oh, they re-released it, right? Yeah, they really released it recently because it's. I guess a certain theater called Alamo Draft House. They're doing like a Kubrick month. Oh wow! They're showing all of Kubrick movies this month for the rest of this month, I should say. And they did a re-release of 2001 a Space Odyssey. And I was like, well, I've seen the movie before, but I haven't seen it in theaters, so I might as well take this opportunity to see it in theaters. And yeah, that shit was. That shit that had my bones all jingly. <laughs> that shit was an experience. That movie came out in 1968. It still is amazing. Wow. Like right now. Oh, yeah. There's another movie called The Third Part of the Night. And this is directed by a Polish filmmaker. And this one's pretty, this one's pretty fucked up. Because it's set in, okay, I'm going to set the scene. This is set in Nazi, Nazi occupation of Poland. Hmm. And this guy, regular dude, it was his family. Right at the beginning of the movie, so it's not really a spoiler, but his family is killed by Nazis. And he, he managed to escape because he was, like, hanging out with a friend in the woods. And they saw the whole thing transpire in front of their home. And then, and then he, because he has vengeance in his heart now, so he's, okay, I want to become a spy and basically take out all the Nazis that are trying to take over Poland. <clears throat> and then, then when he does, it's kind of like, oh shit, Nazis are really scary. <laughs> There's this whole insane chase scene throughout the entirety of this entire town of Poland. Mm. And it's like the most insane camera work and kind of like rock, kind of like, I don't know, alternative rock style music that I didn't expect to hear in a 1971 Polish film. <laughs> and yeah, then he escapes and then he, he, he finds a hiding place in this, this woman's house. And then he's, then, then the woman is pregnant. And he sees the woman, and is and it looks exactly like his wife. And the kid, and there's a and there's a kid in the house that looks exactly like his child, but they died at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So then he's wondering. Then he's wondering, like, oh my god, what is going on here? Am I losing my mind? Mm. Basically, throughout the entire movie, and the ending is very surprising. Yeah, but yeah, it's a very it's a trip of a movie. What's the name of that? One? The third part of the night. Third part of the night. But yeah, there's a whole movie about doppelgangers and like, like uh, all this paranoia going on. And then mm. that's very, very interesting. But yeah, a Polish film. I recommend that one. And then I watch Hotel Mumbai, which is Jonathan's suggestion this week. But it got vetoed. Oh yeah, I got vetoed. I forgot. But then it, because I was nice, I still I still put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's all I watched this week. Nice. 
mine isn't as cultured as Alec. <laughs> seen Americas. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I went out of, out, of, out of the country. Yeah, this I, time. I, I stayed stateside. <laughs> I'm supporting my traveled. fellow Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've watched BS High. That's on Max. It's about a football coach who just he's a fucking con artist. Yeah. He creates a school, like a Catholic school, and he, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to make a football team. So he creates a school. They create a football team, but they don't actually create a school. These motherfuckers literally just show up to play football, and somehow he got a game against probably the best high school football team in the nation on ESPN. They got absolutely fucking ravaged, just drug through the mud. And he was all like, yeah, but we won because we were on ESPN. <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever. I don't know about that. But the funny part about that is this is literally the biggest game that they're ever going to play. IMG Academy is a school. It's like a fucking, you go to school to play football there. It's like a fucking NFL type ran mm. thing. Mm. And so this is literally their biggest game that they're ever going to have. Mm-hmm. And they're playing, I want to say, on a Sunday. And... This dumbass decides to schedule a game for Friday. So he has them play a game Friday night, and then they come back and play a game Sunday. And this is this is football. This isn't like basketball. It's like you're, you know. What if you get injured? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you're, you were already going to lose, but you decided to schedule a, a, a game anyway. So <laughs> Genius play. Yeah, so he, he, he ruins, like, these kids' lives, you know, because he mm. promises them, like, oh, yeah, you know, Play football, blah blah blah. Get you to a D two, D one school, yeah. and and then turns out because it wasn't an official school, yeah. these kids that try to like transfer, like they don't have any credits yeah. or anything like that. Um, and it's just yeah, he just destroyed their lives. He's a piece of shit. Fucked. Uh, I watched Juice. It was that like a movie or was that like a documentary? It's a documentary. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I watched Juice. Juice. The, the old the, school. Oh, the, the Pac movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With Omar Epps. Mm-hmm. He was he was really good in that. Yeah, he was. Like, mm-hmm. I always point to the scene where he's in the school with Omar Epps. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know? I don't give a fuck. And as soon as I decided you ain't going to be shit, boom. I'm just like, damn. That <laughs> nigga's wild. Yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, really good. Omar Epps is severely underrated. Yeah, he is. Like, he's really good. Mm-hmm. I watched Heavyweights. I don't know why. I was just, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I just kind of want to watch heavyweights, and I put it on, and the the scene that there's a couple scenes in there that give me, but I love like how they introduce Keenan, where he just walks up, he's like going to fat camp, and he's like, what? No, he's like, why do you say that? Well, because you're fat. Fair, fact. And then is that your dad? No, why? Well, because he's fat too. <laughs> oh, God. That's just so fucking funny because he's just, he's spot on. He's like, no, I know you're going to fat camp, mm-hmm. so stop lying. <laughs> and then I like how what's the name flips it back on him. Was, well, you're fat too. And then Keenan's, yeah, that's why I'm going to fat camp. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That's that's why I'm going. That movie hella funny. And <clears throat> I feel like, I feel like Ben Stiller's character in there is a, is like a prequel to his dodgeball character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like the correlation there, it has to be something. He just fucking took Tony Perkins and just shifted it over to whatever he was in dodgeball. Yeah, I just feel like that's like his sense of humor. Yeah. Like that's his, like his style. He's just so fucking, <laughs> he's just so hilarious though. Like when he, when he, they capture him and then he gets free and he's like walking in the thing and he's throwing the glass down. He's like, ah, ah. it's like, <laughs> but it's just so fucking hilarious that he just, he pulls it off. I watched The Whale. Mm-hmm. I watched Harriet the Spy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Again, I don't know why. Is that the old one? Yeah. Like the 90s, like Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and with that one, I love, like, where she, you know, she's writing in her journal, and then they catch it, and then her friends are like, that fucking bitch. <laughs> but then it's like when Harriet starts to fucking fight back, she's like, oh, okay. And then she's got her friend Sport. The, the kid whose dad's trying to be a writer yeah, and yeah. she knows he's struggling and shit and she's buying his food and so then she's getting payback on everybody and she's hanging up the flyer and he's dressed up as the maid and sports standing there he's looking at her like you really gonna post that up bitch and she just looks at him and staples that motherfucker that tapes it to the wall like you damn right i'm gonna fucking post it up yeah mm-hmm. that's cold-blooded <laughs> uh, so i like that i watched rookie of the year uh-huh. I guess I was just on the 90s throwback here. Rookie of the year, that's where he breaks his arm on the on the baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, he yeah, becomes yeah. like a fucking like, yeah. pitch or whatever. Jonathan's like, becomes, I've never becomes seen. Becomes Superman. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> fucking flinging that shit. <laughs> Jonathan's I've never seen any of these movies. Who, who else was it? Was it Matthew McConaughey in that? No. No, okay, I think of something else then. I don't think Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Busey was in it. And then that's all I can kind of remember. Let's see. Oh, the the guy from Home Alone, Marv. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was in it. I could have sworn. Oh no, I'm thinking because Matthew Connay was in Angels in the Outfield. Was he? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was. In was that he one. the boy? No, no. Oh, he's a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm seeing Angels in the Outfield. Angels Outfield. Now, now Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the boy. Oh, okay, okay. He was like, yeah, Matthew Connay. He was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Connay was a grown man by this point. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, Angels Outfield had a. Pretty good cast. Danny they had Glover, Danny Glover, Manny, yeah. Matthew Connie, Adrian Brody is in it. Okay, pretty Christopher wow. Lloyd. Yeah, it was a pretty all star cast. Nice, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember Rookie of the Year though. That was a pretty good one. I feel like that would be a pretty good topic because there's a lot of '90s and actually there's a lot of baseball movies that we could rank. We could, yeah. Mm. I mean, sports I'd, movies in general. Yeah, I would Ooh, definitely a say whole episode for like the sports thing. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say baseball wise, Sandlot is still going to be number one for me. Mm-hmm. But that's a spoiler for the. <laughs> for the ring. I finished this fool. Alec had suggested that one, and that shit is h- hilarious. Playboy, it is. Uh, <laughs> like it's just it's just so goddamn funny. Yeah, where he's just it's it's like it's like that. It just feels like they're real and they're just mm-hmm. fucking around. Um, Luis is hilarious. Yeah, he is. Damn, what's the what's the main character's name? Julio. Uh, Julio, yeah. Like those two to me, you would think they're like real cousins. Cause it just feels so goddamn good, and mm-hmm. then the the black dude. Does uh, it float? <laughs> Does that cupcake float? And he was so like shocked when she was like, "Nah, my shit don't float." The uh, the fucking scone. Yeah. Like, what? And he fucking throws the fucking scone down. We out this bitch. <laughs> and then he's like, then he's like, he's man, y'all Mexicans never ask about my day. Y'all always talking about some sad shit. And that's funny. I'm saying it and wait for the Ignore him. <laughs> just yeah, they just never ask. Oh my god. And then when they run into fucking Weebay in mm-hmm. season one, 
and they want to have like, these two have beef or whatever. Him and Louise, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna fucking okay. I'll fucking see you at fucking sundown at the park or some shit. Yeah. And so they're, <laughs> and so fucking Weebay like flinches at the guy, and then Luis doesn't move, but he's he's going at Luis, and then Julio's in the background, and he flinches, <laughs> and so then what's the name walks off, and then Luis like, why the fuck you flinch? <laughs> and then he and then he he fucking goes at him again. He's like, stop flinching, <laughs> and then he does it again. <laughs> He fucking flinches again. He's like, Stop flinching! And I'm like, what the fuck? He's fucking like midlife crisis. <laughs> and they're fucking making cupcakes or some shit. Cupcake, got their cardboard cut out on the big homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened to big homie? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he fucking died. He fucking died. He got this cardboard cut out, though. <laughs> you can bring him in and the little kid that wants, that wants to be Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's fucking, <laughs> I came to fight. I came to fuck some shit up. <laughs> this shit is just fucking hilarious. What's the name from Sopranos is in it? God, what is his name? Uh, yeah, Michael Imperioli. Yeah, he's fucking he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's such a perfect mixture. And then he takes he spoiler he takes a shit in their fucking cafe mm-hmm. because they think some other cafe is trying to move in on their territory. Mm-hmm. And so they go over there, they try to punk him out and shit. And then they come over and he's like, you know, you took a shit on our floor. And then Julio's standing there and he's fucking he's putting that shit together. He starts whooping his ass in front of the guy. <laughs> the guy's like, no, I'm reformed. I'm not going to fucking do it. But then Julio accidentally hits him. So then he starts whooping their ass. It's just fucking great. <laughs> I'm watching Winning Time. I'm on season two. Uh, mm, that's that, yeah. the Lakers show. I feel like season two is a lot better than season one. It's 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 so crazy. Cause, and I know a lot of it is, you know, dramatic, dramatized and whatever. Dramatized. Dra- there you go, dramatized. But it's it's just so fucking hilarious, like how... Like Jerry West is just unhinged and shit. Mm-hmm. Magic. They show him fucking a lot. So that's not dramatized. Not yeah. That's like real. Led to a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I started Mindhunter. And I'm one season I'm starting season two. Mm-hmm. That shit is so good. It's it's so like dark. Yeah. And and just like really kind of diving into these minds of these fucking serial killers or as they would call them before, sequence killers. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens with that guy that they keep showing at the beginning of the show, like that weird fucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming that the what they're doing is going to help them catch him because he was doing a lot of the things that they were learning from these guys. Mm-hmm. I watched Angle, which is a documentary on Kurt Angle and, like, his time in, like, in amateur wrestling. Perk Angle. Oh, <laughs> That's that's rude. That's his nickname. <laughs> oh. um, well, I'm not gonna call him Perk Angle. How dare you? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was interesting. You know, because you know, I've known that. Okay, he won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck. But then, and I knew that he trained at Team Foxcatcher with um, the weird coach. Mm-hmm. But it was like he was like there. And it was crazy because he was he was really close to the, the to the guy the wrestler can't remember his name mm-hmm. but I was, something yeah something Mark mm-hmm. and just just watching it and just seeing he was saying like you know I gotta I gotta tire people out he's technically I may not you know there may be some people better than me but he was like but I'm never gonna get tired and I he I don't know what tournament that was but he like really kicked up like his his training. And yep. he was training hard, like, every single day. Like, this man was just fucking going insane. And then it's like, he, he won the gold medal with a broken neck. And I was just looking at it. I was like, man, like, 
how good could he have been if he wouldn't have broke his neck? Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? So I thought that was really interesting. And that really that's part of the the inspiration for the idea that I'm cooking up. And then I watched Spotlight, mm. which is the movie where in Boston they brought down like a bunch of dioceses, Catholic dioceses, archdioceses, because they're nasty perverts. Mm-hmm. And just them like, you know, molesting kids and whatnot. Really good. The cast was super solid. Michael Keaton is really good. Yeah, he's mm. a great actor. And then Mark Ruffalo's in it. What's the what's the what's the lady's name? Rachel McGill. There you go. Yeah, She was solid in it. Really, really, really good story. I like movies like that where they kind of expose these fucking creeps mm-hmm. and shit like that. And it's crazy how before the lawyer that they were talking to, they was like, "Yeah, I sent, I sent you the list of like people. I mean, you swept it under the rug." And then it was like, "It's like how how many other you know things have been just like right. pushed aside because they didn't want to disrupt the fucking hierarchy." Or whatever. Yeah. Then I watched Eight Mile because it's just great. And it's one of my favorite movies. Fucking I am white. I am a fucking bum. You know? I really <laughs> I really think he could have been I feel like Eminem really could have been a, a solid actor. Mm-hmm. For him to do that in his debut, that was really good. Yeah. And I think if he would have stuck with it, I think he probably could have been really good at acting. I remember when they wanted him to be. Remember that movie Southpaw? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, they wanted him to be yeah. the lead role. I, I feel like he probably could have. Yeah, like, I think he could have been really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been better than Jake, but right. I mm-hmm. think it still would have been a solid, passable film, significant yeah. or something. And then I, I started Black Mass, the one with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. and this was literally like right after Spotlight. I was on like, and I didn't even know it was like. In Boston, too. And I was like, damn, I'm just on a fucking Boston kick right Boston now. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots Day right after that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlbach. Mark yeah, Wahlbach. That's the real Boston. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't finish it. Um, okay. So I'm not going to speak on that one. And then Equalizer 3. Mm. And I thought nice. that was pretty solid. I'll wait until Alec watches it. And can discuss <laughs> right. it. I'll give it a watch. But yeah. <laughs> well, you got to watch two. Yeah, I've got to watch the Equalizer two. 2 and then the third. Yeah, and then I need to catch up. Yeah, and then that I, was that yeah. Was I, I, yeah. Let, let, let me fucking oh, finish. Uh, okay. God damn. Okay, <laughs> I was just gonna say to tag on to what Jamal said. I really am curious about what Alec thinks about Equalizer Three, because I don't know what you think, Jamal. But I thought it was very different than the other Equalizers. And even my family was like, "Yeah, that was different than the other Equalizers in the sense." I don't want to. Well, why are you talking away. about I know. it if he hasn't seen it? I know. I know. Because I can talk about it. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. we don't want to do that. Opposed to spoilers for the equalizer films. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being a little rude. I'm <laughs> being rude to the equalizer. Now you're being a little rude. I don't know. I just felt like it was a little more open. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. A little, a little what? More, a little more open, open world or something. What I don't know. I mean, is it? I've heard it's very violent. Is it very violent? Yes. Okay, this is. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm very interested because there was something in the first movie. Or Denzel's in the in that little shopping area, whatever yeah. that that store he worked at. Yeah, yeah, like Home Depot. Or yeah, something Home shit. Depot, and he's like killing off these people. And I remember him like like putting a chain around a dude, or like barbed wire or some shit around mm-hmm. his neck, and he hung him up. And he's and and, and, De- <laughs> and Denzel just slowly watching this man die. <laughs> and, and he looked and he looked like Michael Myers. Mm. So I'm kind of oh. like, so like, is are they feeding into Denzel basically being a serial killer style like ca- character? I mean. 
Mm. It's yeah. It's gruesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, I'm like, gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> like, they they let's just say they they definitely lean into that. Yeah. Okay. See, see, that's that's what I've been wanting from these movies. You well, don't feel like that was like the first one was enough with that? Like I know, mean, that was like that was like kind of like a glimpse. Like the first ah. one gave me a glimpse at that. I don't think it really. It kind of came off more like a like a cooler taken. Okay. Like the first one did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. could see that because, you know, I remember like with the scene with the hammer, you don't see how he kills that one off, but he just comes back and cleans the hammer yeah. and puts it back. Nah. But yeah. This one? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I left the theater. I was like, "Man, that's that's gruesome." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was always yeah. surprised to see a mainstream Hollywood movie be like gruesome with its, its violence. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm interested in there's, seeing it. There's there's some kills in there where it's oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I remember the one shot in the trailer where it's like he pokes his fucking gun for a guy's eye. That's one from the trailer that I remember. <laughs> I, like one. Even, I don't know if that was in the movie. It wasn't in the movie. Oh, that's disappointing. No, it's not. <laughs> no, not not that it's not in the movie. That is that is not disappointing. Oh, it's not yeah, disappointing. yeah, yeah okay. it's not disappointing. Like okay. you, you will get your your blood gruesome violent fix that you lust like. fix I, I get, I get my, <laughs> look your, your, lust, your lust for violence will. look look here here's the thing about <laughs> here we go <laughs> look when there's violence in a movie it doesn't have that it doesn't have that certain effect that i want it to have i i, I like to see the violence done in the beauty <laughs> <laughs> okay tarantino <laughs> there's violence, just gonna so be tarantino violence. does violence well he does it very well. He get, I'm like, I'm satisfied with it. I understand violence. I, I, I will say this one might be might be Tarantino levels. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, it, it was very creative, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'll say about it. Okay. Um, but um, I also watched Hotel Mumbai. You know, we're going to talk about it more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I watched it. Uh, I also watched Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was like... This is a very mid movie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. What I expected, you know, my fa- my family was like, "Yeah, let's watch it. Let's watch it." I was like, "Okay, I guess." And I watch it. I'm like, "It's just I don't know. Oh. It's just it's, oh. it's it, it, I don't know. It's just so steady. To, you know, I don't know. It's just so steady. No no ups, no downs. It was just like, oh, okay. Do you think we've Do you think we've reached the Transformers kind of end of their lifespan here? I believe we've reached it like three, four movies ago. Yeah. Well, like, and I think this could be a topic in the future that we could explore. Like, what would make it, you know what I mean? A full-on reboot, what would you do to make it better? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how would, how would, and I, actually, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you take Transformers and make it a fucking Fast and the Furious where it's like, you know it's going to be this, but you're still going to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be like, we are blockbuster and that's all we fucking care about. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how would how would you guys fucking try to redo that? Yeah. Okay. I don't, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I got something, be something to think about. Of course. He does. I got more of an idea for a certain other franchise. I know Stay tuned. What, what, what's the franchise? Wait, I got uh, the hint. Yeah, do it. Four, four. Oh, Fantastic Four? No, I, no? no. I mean, Fantastic Four aren't friends anymore at this moment. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> but no, I've been on a Power Rangers kick lately. Oh. So I got some ideas for How did I not Ran- see that coming? Power Rangers reboot, if Hollywood wants to take me on. Okay. Uh, let me let me make them billions of dollars. Nice. The, the, mm. the money that they're missing. <laughs> <laughs> but not. But what, uh, that could be another day. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear about that. So, so yeah. there we go. We've just created a new fucking. We're gonna call it literally the reboot. <laughs> literally oh, the reboot. We we're just gonna pick franchises that Bam. are 
that are fucking in the failing. mud, failing, yeah. and we'll. What do we think could make them better? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. revive that bitch. Clear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I gotta say, I, I watched Conjur- the Conjuring for the first time. I haven't. It's been so long. Man, that movie was fucking great. Like mm-hmm. for the first time watching it, and you know, man, that was it was a trip. It was something about it with the score and like the way the style that they recorded it, the acting and everything was really great. I watched the Conjuring two yeah. probably like a week or a couple of days afterwards. They didn't have the same effect. I felt like it kind of like dipped or fell off, in my opinion. It wasn't as scary as the first one to me. What else? Watched, um, rewatched 42, the um, Jack with Jackie Robinson, Robinson yeah, with yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. That was really good, man. Really mm-hmm. good. And then what was the other one I rewatched? I can't remember the last one I rewatched. <laughs> yeah. It you, was, you, didn't, you didn't write it down? Not this time. Like the, the, yeah, the person I who fucking yeah, letterboxed or anything. Yeah. No, I, I only li- I only letterboxed three of them. The which was the Equalizer three, the Hotel Mumbai, and then the Transformers. I didn't put the rewatch for forty two, and then yeah, I don't know. I don't put the rewatch because I'm like it's already in there, so <laughs> I just tend to just. <laughs> but don't you write it down it. though? No, I didn't write it down this time. Mm. I know. Yeah, a little slutty, yeah. slutty yeah. mistake. <laughs> A little, little. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like some friends of uh, some friends and I are like gonna want to try to watch none too. So we we got low low expectations. But I heard we'll it see. was a seven out of ten. Really? Yeah. That high? That's pretty high from what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first one was terrible. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> you said you watched it, right? You watched. I remember watching. Yeah. It and distinctly hating everybody yes. in the theater as I'm watching it. <laughs> just that looking taste. around What the fuck are you enjoying <laughs> What, the what fuck? are you doing like, People come in, Yeah I thought that was pretty good and Just stand up Stop <laughs> liking this fucking movie <laughs> I don't, don't want to be like that one guy <laughs> Stop Bo, playing Bo, with Bo him Ryan <laughs> Bo's afraid of the worst movie I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> It's destroying cinema <laughs> You're making people take up, go away from the movies Upload it to X <laughs> <laughs> Sure why not <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been nice. watching. Yeah. All right. Well, today in film history, film history, history. Today on September tenth, film history, twenty twenty three. All the way back in nineteen ninety nine, on the same day, mm. the uh, nineteen ninety nine film Fight Club, directed by David Fincher and starring. Edward Norton and Brad Pitt premiered at the Venice Film Festival. Is this one of the greatest kind of plot twists ever? Yeah, this is iconic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I knew, I remember going into it the first time I watched I knew about the plot twist, and even then it was still interesting I, just to see how they did it. I don't think I knew about it until mm. maybe, like, maybe three or four watches. Really? Okay. And I was just like, wait a minute. Like, what? <laughs> it was like have you seen it Jonathan? yeah yeah super okay. club yeah because it's like it's like one of those things where it's like it's so iconic i feel like everybody knows about it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's got like the like, like the plot twist in six sense or like in this one like those are like the ones that <laughs> everybody knows even like seven is the guy everybody knows the twist i'll never david fitcher movie everybody, everybody kind of knows the twist in that one too well i, I don't I oh, you don't okay. I, actually, I haven't seen seven i've been meaning to watch oh, okay. i was so very okay, yeah I'll, I was, I'll, keep, I'll keep shout on that one i yeah. was very close to watching it too, i know actually. i was looking for something i was like oh maybe i'll put on seven mm-hmm. but i've heard it's so iconic too yeah, yeah. make that one a suggestion nope. 
Who's actually who is whose turn is it? Actually? I it's don't Jamal, know. isn't it? Oh wait, no, you vetoed it. Yeah, I vetoed it and then I picked it, so I guess it's yours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe so. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you think that they could remake Fight Club today? Uh, clearly, they would have to would do a they different. Want to, they would have to do a different twist. If they if they did, oh, we're gonna remake Fight Club. Right. You know what would the because we know of the twist, and you can't do that same twist in the remake. Maybe so, well, when I think of reboots and like re- all that, is because I think they're trying to get the newer generation. Mm-hmm. Like even the one, the you know, I don't think they care about all the people that know from the original and all that. So if they reboot it, they're like, ah, we'll just they'll be cheap about it and be like, we'll just redo that same plot twist. But it'll be like, oh my gosh, to, for the newer generation, like, oh my gosh, do you see that? Whoa, that's the greatest plot twist ever. No, starring women. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Starring Olivia Rodrigo and <laughs> what? and Addison Ray. <laughs> but there's like a remake because I know like the Fight Club based on a book. Oh, the, really? Uh, Chuck Palahniuk, I think his name is, hmm. and he made sequels to that book. So I'm kind of maybe they could make sequels. Of it. I don't think that'd be a good idea anyway. <laughs> But I mean, they could do that instead of just like full on remaking it. You know, maybe bring back Edward Norton. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how like how old the character is in the in the sequels, but yeah, I don't it's know. like they a new come. yeah, like a new age yeah. fight club or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. I, I'm not exactly sure what the sequels are about, but I know they they've been made into books. A sequel could be interesting with that. Yeah, depending on like how they go, if they take it more. Oh, these are like fucking fighters mm-hmm. you know like people who do fucking martial arts mma and it's no this is like fight club like maybe they're not making money like in the big like the maybe they're doing like local shit and they're like i'm not making money here mm-hmm. and then you come fucking fight at fight club and you're getting like 10 racks <laughs> and then it's like a tournament or some shit yeah that could be mm. kind of dope That'd i can see that yeah yeah did you um, but yeah this is interesting film history just because Fincher had another movie that premiered at the Venice Film Festival, his latest film, that we'll be talking about a bit later. But do you guys have a favorite David Fincher movie? <laughs> Remind yourself who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. It's, it's uh, the, he directed Social Network? Yeah, Social Network, yeah. Zodiac, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Seven. Ooh, Gone Girl? Panic, oh, Gone Girl, yeah. Panic Room. Lots of, lots of, lots of good thrillers. Nasty wolf release. I might have to say, I might have to say, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Good one. Good one. Gone Girl. I do. I do enjoy Fight Club. Zodiac is a fucking. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did the killer. Yeah, that's mm. coming. Yeah. I haven't actually seen the Social Network. I've seen Panic Room. That's a tough one. <clears throat> I'm gonna say either Gone Girl, Zodiac, or Fight Club. That's totally not answering the question. <laughs> so I'm going to say Gone Girl. Okay. What about you, Jonathan? I would say The Social Network only because of you, Alec. My top first, oh, yeah, my top, yeah, my I top pick. <laughs> yes. No, no, hold on. But let me explain why. Yeah, yeah. So my top pick would have been Gone Girl. But with the, the reason why I chose Social Network, because you brought up a good point. And when I rewatched it, I watched it in that sense of, huh, like you said that, it's such a boring story and like a boring case and all that, you know, ah, blah, 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 you know, um, you know, what is it like law mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. But when I rewatch him, like 
he actually made this very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can actually sit there and watch the whole story unfold and, you know, with all the twists and turns and all that. And, like, he made it cinematic. He made it, like, a whole story, like, something you can, like, watch and, you know, be interested in. A very and, yeah. intense film. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good one. Uh, mine would be between... I would try to between Zodiac and uh, The Social Network, too. Okay. Probably, I would say... I think Social Network is probably, like, the best movie of the 2010s. I think it, like, encapsulates that era. Wow. Encapsulates that era so well. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, Zod- I think Zodiac is just, like, a like a, a real masterpiece with what he did in that movie. It's, like, this, like, it's basically, basically a horror movie, but it's not mm-hmm. at the same time. It's the way he depicts the, all the the very, like, realistic ac- ac- accuracy of the, the actual killings. Mm-hmm. So this is one part in the Jake Gyllenhaal going into this guy's up like a house. Yeah, it goes underneath the into the basement and it's like, wait, is. California doesn't have houses, doesn't have basements, and like, oh, mine does. That shit is so. Yeah, <laughs> it is so creepy. Oh yeah, that guy, the guy, the creepy guy is actually played by the dude that voices Roger Rabbit. Wow. <laughs> What a fucking so, like. So makes it even creepier and funnier. Yeah. <laughs> God, imagine if he would have just busted out in a Roger Rabbit voice. Whoa! Right? <laughs> Jessica! That shit been creepiest. Uh, yeah. But no, nah, that's a really creepy scene. Like one of the wow. more tense, scary scenes I've seen in, in movies. Yeah. But when, yeah, I when, was, when you, you know, were, when I knew yeah. you were going to say that scene, because mm-hmm. in my mind, I was thinking that scene too. Yeah. Because it's just, like, the way he fucking, the shadows, and Jake is just walking through there, and I think he trips over something, mm-hmm. and the guy just looks like he's getting ready to fucking hack his ass yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And then he, he just fucking bolts up the stairs, and then the door's kind of locked. Yeah, that whole scene is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Fincher's a master at thrillers, for sure. But, yeah, his new movie's coming out, and we'll talk about that very soon. And But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we got some news to talk about, though. We got a lot of things. Well, yes, sir. This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. John Burgundy. This is news with John Burgundy. Bitches. Okay, okay, okay. Let's start off with the box office reports. For the weekend of September 8th through the 10th, we have number one coming, The Nun 2 coming in at 32.6 million at numero dos. That's me, number two. We got The Equalizer 3 coming in at 12.1 million at numero tres is My Big Fat Greek Wedding, the third. That came out? Yeah. Already? Yeah. (laughs) My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 at 10 million. Then we have number four. I don't think I've heard of this. Maybe you guys heard of Jawan. Jawan? J-A-W-A-N. That's an Indian film. Jawan at 6.2 million. Good for them. They're at number four. And then (laughs) lastly. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you say it like that? I don't know. Good for you. you. That was was very condescending. No, no, okay. No, because I'm like, it's hard for, I guess, like international films to make make it a top five. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. That's what I meant. And then number five. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, you'd be surprised, but not really. Barbie at 5.9 million. Still going strong. That's two months. Crazy. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Still in the top yeah, five. Top five, yeah. Um, yeah. Give them their props. What was number one? Uh, well, it was uh, the Nun 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Halloween coming up. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to wait. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes. Now for 
the news, WGA, and the SAG strike updates. As of September 10th, today's recording, it has been over 100 days since the Writers Guild and America, Writers Guild of America and 45 days since the Screen Actors Guild went on strike. So how have things been going? Well, it seems like we're still in this for the long haul. The WGA and SAG have been pushing for California law, lawmakers to grant unemployment benefits to striking workers. In the state of California, workers do not usually receive unemployment pay while on strike, but the state lawmakers are currently in the process of a bill titled SB 799 that would grant workers that have been on strike for two plus weeks. This bill would commence on January 1st. If the striker the strike ends before then, the current strikers would not receive the benefits, but can still be used in the future. While the strikers continue, while the strikes continue, SAG has launched an interim agreements program that allows independent productions with no direct ties to the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers to continue filming and have clearance to promote their projects at film festivals. Films that fall under this umbrella are Ferrari, Priscilla, and The Velocipaster 2. <laughs> You're kidding, right? No, I'm not kidding. Holy shit. Velocipaster 2. Oh, my God. Velocipaster. Is that like yes. a dinosaur and a pastor? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. You haven't heard of Velocipaster? <laughs> Fuck no. It's a pretty famous bad movie. Yes, bro. Making a sequel to it. Holy yeah, crap! How, how how do these dumb fucks make get that shit film made? But they, yet. Make, they just make the silliest movie, and it's like, yeah. So what about us, man? People just buy. It. We gotta make a. We gotta make the stupidest movie possible to get by. Fucking hell! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I I went out of it because as soon as I saw the name, I was like, oh, I, know, no I, knew, I knew somebody was gonna be like, what? <laughs> oh, this the first one's on Tubi. I yeah. know this shit is. Yeah, bad. <laughs> you should watch it. I know this shit is bad. <laughs> it was a fun one. After, um, hold on. After losing his parents, <laughs> yeah. Bruce travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Although he is horrified by the new power, a sex worker convinces him to use it to fight crime. What in the fuck is going on? Yeah, insane plot. Yeah. But yeah, they have no, <laughs> has no, has no ties to any major studio, so it's, it's allowed to do its thing. God, it's you know it's dark times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> Ferrari and Velocipaz are going to be saying the same sentence. Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay, Ferrari stars Adam Driver praised the interim agreement saying, why is it uh, that a smaller distribution company like Neon and STX International can meet the dream demands of what SAG is asking for. This is pre-negotiations, the dream version of SAG's wish list, but a big company like Netflix and Amazon can't. Hmm. Warner Bros. Discovery boss David Zaslav also made a statement on the strike saying that we're a content company. We're a storytelling company. We need to do everything we can, we can get to get back to work. People need to be compensated fairly, and they need to feel valued. Hmm. <laughs> what are our thoughts on these new developments, and do you see an end in sight for the strikes? I think, it, I mean, it is interesting that, like, these kind of <clears throat> smaller independent distribution companies can, you know, pump out movies, I guess. Because then at the same time, you're kind of like, isn't that scabbing a little bit? 
It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like just like showing up to get the big studios. Oh, and like, well, yeah, okay. You can still make yeah. movies and like we don't still get need paid fairly yeah. and all that. Yeah, we don't need you guys to make you know films still. Yeah. It just seems it seems like this is gonna go on for a while. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is so weird because this motherfucker Petty. literally says we're a content company. <laughs> yeah, we're a storytelling company. Well, how do you tell the story, you dumb fuck? Well, th- this this idea that they're saying they're a content company is already fucked up. To yeah, me. Like, yeah. It's like I'm not gonna disrespect any YouTubers or anything. Exactly, they're doing their thing. Good for them. But I'm just like. That's like the content company. Content, yeah, because YouTube is content. Yeah. Filmmaking and studio storytelling, yeah, that's the films. Yeah. And television shows, that's the storytelling company. So yeah. what is what is Zaslav, what is his end game here? Destroy fucking, fucking Warner Brother? I feel like I feel like he does have a little like weird intentions with Warner Brothers because I did hear something like he's gonna try to make Warner Brothers like as big as possible again and then sell it off to Comcast or some shit. Oh, <laughs> damn. I don't know, but you can't you can't do that if you're fucking <laughs> if you're canceling shit and canceling shit. Your shit's bombing. Yeah, you're yeah. taking shit off of fucking your streaming platform. <laughs> <laughs> like when we were sitting here months ago, we we're like, yeah. oh yeah, HBO Max is literally the fucking best. Yeah, <laughs> that thing said. Yeah, we were here last year saying this is the best yeah. streaming service on uh, out like right now. And Hands down, we were like, yeah, as soon as Saslop took over, yeah. the idol came on. <laughs> But his first, his first, first order of business, the idol. <laughs> he, he fucking knew that shit was gonna tank. He, was, he saw that shit and was like, "This is it. Yeah, this is what we need. Right, this is content." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then, yeah, and then him saying we're a storytelling company, but you don't want to pay the writers. Like that makes no sense. That to me. actually tell the stories. Yeah. You know what it is? Someone that described it pretty well. I think it's a guy on uh, Twitter. His name is Houston Coley, I think. He described it best as it's like basically the uh, basically a set of like storytellers being being the leads of the of these uh, big studios. It's more so that tech bros are taking over mm. <laughs> these studios and this changing into something you know content basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. This seems like this seems like it's gonna be. It's gonna take a while for sure. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a hundred days. At least till the end of the year. But I mean, I think that it's good that these like smaller companies and distribution companies are able to pump up stuff. So that way, it'll hurt the big companies as well. Because like, how can like the smaller companies be able to, you know, meet some of the demands mm-hmm. that like you know SAG and and the writers and all that are able are able to you know come to an agreement at least for them to be able to okay yeah you can go ahead and keep working and all that. While the big companies, the one that are making money, money, yeah, they're like, nah, we don't want to give you any money. Mm-hmm. Well, and I saw that that Aaron, <laughs> that Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, Jesse said he wasn't getting paid. Yeah, from that Netflix hurt me. From Netflix, yeah, that well, hurt me. So, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like Netflix, like <laughs> most of Netflix, is built around Breaking Bad, so it's kind of insane. <laughs> it was built around Breaking Bad, The Office. So The yeah. Office said, "I gotta go." Like, yeah. You got fucking Better Call Saul on there, yeah. Yeah. El Camino, Breaking Bad, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna pay you guys." Yeah, that shit insane. is wild, man. Mm-hmm. Man, that it's made me sad. sad. But yeah, it's it was sad. sad to see Aaron Paul sad. Yeah, it's just sad to see in general just to see these companies, these big <laughs> producers, just like. Just not give a shit at all. Yeah. 
Sorry, I just but, I, I was thinking of AirPod. I was thinking, you can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's oh like, it's, I just, you know, it's, but you need them if you're a content company to make content. <laughs> <laughs> you need the content makers to make content. Like, I, you ain't got shit right uh, now. Yeah, <laughs> like, David Adlov gonna go on chat GBT and <laughs> fucking make his own Superman. Make, make, <laughs> make Superman. Big Superman. Yeah, movie. he doesn't. He, he doesn't give it any details. <laughs> he just says, "Write Superman movie. Make movie. Make movie. Make movie. <laughs> Make mo- regenerate. <laughs> oh my god, the script! Like, it's coming. <laughs> but then it's well, you need to pay the actors. Yeah. So AI fucking yeah AI yeah. make yeah. actors. Nah, yeah, yeah. You know, the superheroes looked at the end of the Flash. And it, the, oh, gosh. More, more of that. More of that. He's like, that's what we need. <laughs> this is cinema. Like, Perfect. This is cinema. This, this is, the is gonna ever. change cinema. <laughs> yeah. This is the future right here. <laughs> but nah, this is yeah. This is, these like guys, these guys don't care about. Making stories, no, they don't care about it at all. Because you know, I was wondering. I was like, I was like, man, I'm starting to see this neon like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was. Uh, they're on a couple trailers, I think, or one or two. And I was like, neon, like man, these fuckers are like, who are they? I'm like, they like the new A24. No uh, way, they're like more. They're, they're, they're like A24. A24. They're like a more international kind of kind of A24. I yeah. would say they've been longer than A24, right? I remember seeing. Mm. Or Maybe. around the same time. It might have came out around the same. Let me look it up. Oh, okay. But it might have came around the same time, but I remember, yeah. Okay, okay. So do you guys think this I I feel like this is definitely going to the end of the year. Yeah, I it, mm, people are like, you know, the actors and all that. We're waiting for a Christmas bonus. Fuck that. We're waiting to the end of this year. Oh, yeah, Neon started in twenty seventeen and A twenty four is twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh, so pretty well, both pretty recent. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna go on for at least until maybe January. I would suspect. And so, wow. what what exactly are, like, the terms that they want? The, uh, Obviously, to be paid, barely. The SAG and... Yeah. GWGA. Yeah, they just want to... I think they said so. I should have brought up the number. But it's, like, it's like 46 million. Like, what, what they need would only take $46 million from the studios overall. <laughs> and But they're losing, like, 200 million pretty much. Not every day, but... But, yeah. <laughs> at, a, at a fast rate Cause I'm like 46 million That's That's a budget for a movie Yeah That's legit just one movie <laughs> Yeah just one One movie that you throw on Netflix Yeah <laughs> One fucking Velocipaster So many Velocipasters You can make for 46 million <laughs> <laughs> How many Sharknados Have you fuckers made like, yeah, I mean, yeah. But yeah It's like They're not asking for much at all I think So yeah, it's crazy. Just, yeah. I really feel like Zaslav is trying to fucking sabotage. It does feel like it. Like, where did he even fucking come from? He well, he used to be the the head of Discovery. Oh, uh, and then he, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But he like the head of the yeah Discovery, you know, TLC shit like that. Like that's all him. I mean, listen, I no fucking, wonder he thinks of content. Yeah, that's why TLC. Like, that's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing. But I mean, Discovery <laughs> Channel, Discovery Channel, of course, has this like you know educational yeah. right, Shark right, right. Week, but and like shit. TLC is like. It's like I love the TLC, but it's like a lot of it's just trash. Hoarders, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's mindless trash. Doctor Doctor Pimple Popper, yeah, that's all they want to. He's like he's like, Max. That's gonna be filled with everything to you. Doctor Pimple Popper cinematic movie. I mean, I do fuck with my six hundred pound life yeah. and thousand pound sisters. 
Uh, what but about a thousand and five? Well, get pounds? ready for a thousand. <laughs> well, get ready for the thousand pound sisters movie. If they fucking made a movie, <laughs> I'd be there. Not even, not, even, not, even, not even like the real people, just like actors. Nah, I don't know. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, would, David, that's, like, he, I feel like he's, the, he's that kind of guy to be like that. Who would play Doctor now? <laughs> get Mark Ruffalo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're fat. Well, the yeah. sister's name is uh, Tammy and then, Tammy and uh, God, I can't remember the other one. Yeah, Florence Pugh is Tammy. <laughs> no, hey, they're like the ta- Margot Robbie is the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the sisters go on vacation. Happy <laughs> and oh my god, if they, if they could pull that off, if those two could pull that off. They, they deserve Oscars. I listen. <laughs> I would fucking go watch that. One hundred percent. If they pull that. that off, then yeah, they deserve all the awards. <laughs> and he's a he's born in New York, and his last name is like Zosloff. Oh, of course. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck him, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's a a great leader in terms of no. You know, I mean, the Warner Brothers was doing okay until. Until he fucking until he came out, now everything's kind of fucked up for them. Yeah, like I just feel like he's got a fucking vendetta or something. <laughs> I want to destroy him. <laughs> because it, it just seems every time he fucking every time his name is in the news, it just sounds like negative, a bad idea. Yeah, and nobody is saying, dude, don't do that. It was, was, was it, there was like a thing I saw. They're trying something with Max where you'll be watching. Let's say you'll be watching. Let's say the Batman. Yeah, and watching the Batman on Max, and then all of a sudden there you'll see like in. Like below, like a thing will pop up showing CNN, like news updates. Oh, what? No. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, why would you do that? I mean, I get, get it. It's the, the news, but if it's not like breaking pressing news, yeah. a nuclear fucking bomb has just been launched, <laughs> then don't fucking show that shit. Yeah, like, fucking earthquake or some shit like that, <laughs> rocking all the city. Yeah, like you need to leave your house or. Ducking cover. Fucking massive wide avalanche volcano. <laughs> like it's some world natural disaster right. type shit. But if it's just, oh, Joe Biden is fucking leaving the White House. No, no, you're, you're watching the Batman. Is like, the CNN thing is like, uh, King Charles just got remarried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know. I'm trying to watch the Batman. <laughs> but yeah, it's like stuff like that. It's like, it's like stuff like that Zaslav's doing where it's like, because he they own CNN, it's like yeah. trying to cross media with his, uh, <laughs> with his with his content. I'm just like, stop it. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's like, what? Oh. That's content. <laughs> News is content. You gotta like, you guys don't like content. <laughs> like fucking Trump will be in court on on yeah. April fourth. Yeah, good to know. I'm like, trying to watch this movie. <laughs> like, fuck off. Trying dude. to escape reality real quick. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Have y'all seen that on Max? They have the what is it? The Megan, the Stallion, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then they have the Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's all from Discovery Channel. Yeah, I was like, bro, the all these documentaries are coming up. I watched them all, but I'm still like, <laughs> I mean, I watched all that, that shit. But that's what I forgot to say. I watched, I watched both of them, but shit's yeah, gonna yeah. be picture in picture soon. <laughs> yes, okay. yeah. Don Lemon just like, <laughs> just pop in on Batman. Shit, oh, like what the fuck is this? Yeah. Would it be? What would you guys say if after the strike is over and everything? Uh, on Max, you see, you know how they do like those documentaries. They do WGA and uh, and SAG versus yeah. what is it like Discovery versus Discovery versus yeah. I would watch it. I, I definitely <laughs> think somebody is cooking it up. It definitely, yeah, yeah it's definitely got to be a doc because this is you know industry changing shit going on yeah. as we speak. So yeah, shit, it's probably we'll a bunch see. of. He's like, <laughs> they're like uh, Discovery's. Like, we're we're pulling it out because we're trying to make content right yeah. now. <laughs> what, what's the 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 ambulance chasers that show like Nightcrawler? What are oh. they called? Where they fucking 
where they go find the fucking shit. Oh, accidents yeah, yeah, and all yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot I what Like, somebody, yeah. somebody, as soon as they heard, oh, they're going on a strike, they were like, we got to get out there first. <laughs> get, the, get the cameras. Start recording. <laughs> Just fucking go to the picket lines. We're gonna go record. on, go on. You tell us, how, how do you feel right now? Well, I'm not being paid. <laughs> they call them stringers? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fucking out there. Somebody, Somebody's getting some footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a race to, like, put that shit out. <laughs> and then as soon as it's fucking, as soon as the shit is sold, they're gonna be like, Netflix, Drop. I got a documentary for you. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Netflix is well, you can't talk bad about us. Mm-hmm. You can't like, sit with us. You can't, <laughs> you can't talk bad about us. But talk shit about Discovery. You can't sit. <laughs> Make us look better. You can shit on Hulu all you want. We don't care. Well, <laughs> yeah. Fuck Disney. We get a WB in delays. They delayed a certain movie. Oh, a few right. weeks ago. Oh, one that's upsetting. Nice. One that's upsetting our Alec. Oh, yes. Yeah, very much upsetting me and the rest of uh, America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, with Dune 2 delayed, does this shake up the Oscars for a better or worse? Dune Part 2 with Zeni. God damn it. We went over 10 times. <laughs> I know. What is it? Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Love them. <laughs> Highly anticipated sequel to the epic sci-fi adaption of Frank Herbert's Dune was set to be released on November 3rd, 2023, giving it a lot of space for the holiday season and being in the middle of what the film industry calls Oscar season, which is a time of year falling between early November and December 31st, where studios release films they think will win them much critical acclaim and awards to be fresh in voters' minds when the awards shows are about to start. Just like its predecessor, Dune Part 2 was seen as a frontrunner for many awards, including adapted screenplay, visual effects, and cinematography. It seems like all the buzz it would have gotten will be moved to next year. Warner Bros. announced that Dune Part 2's release date will now be slated for March 15th, 2024, this delay is due to the ongoing WGA and SAG strikes as Warner Brothers feels that they need their A-list cast to promote the film. This move removes it from the upcoming Oscars conversation with the new release date being after the voting deadline. Doom Part 2 is not the only major Hollywood film delayed as films such as Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, the Zendaya-led Challengers, <laughs> Tron... Ares? Ares? Ares. Ares and Godzilla and Kong, New Empire, suffered delays as well. Do we think about this as a good move by Warner Bros., or will any more films have delays? Well, personally, I, I feel very betrayed by this choice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Zaslav. If you remember on my Instagram, the day it was announced, this, it was delayed. I, I decided to edit a quick video of Jennifer Lawrence on Hot Ones. Oh, yeah. The right. video of her going, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Eating Hot Ones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, have, the, have the article of Dune being delayed in the background. And I was showing that I'm very upset over this situation, this decision by David Zaslav and the team Wonder Bros. Furious. Because, of course, you know, I've been hotly anticipating this movie mm. for a while. So it's the mm. first one. I'm a huge fan of the the first film and just the book in general. But, yeah, it's like, we're, I know we're eventually going to get it. 
Are we? Shit. You fuck around with Zaslav. Hey, I don't know. What is Zaslav? What is Zaslav like? What is Zaslav like? Let's just shove it it's entirely. Like, that's, that's not content. Let's just, uh, let's just, let's just make it a tax that read right whatever. Yeah, tax just right just put it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> put reason <in> parts. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be disgusting. Resize it, put it on TikTok. <laughs> Call it a day. You, you understand, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's content. It's content. <laughs> put it on our YouTube channel. But no, I was like, I was gonna, but I know it's going to come out eventually, and that's fine. But I'm just like, what if they release Why? it on TLC? Oh God! <laughs> right after Thousand Pound Sisters, Dune Part Two. Could you imagine that shit? <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> just, just build it up, like you said, literally after the season build premiere up. of of Thousand Pound Sisters. <laughs> We're gonna have Dune too. Like, what? <laughs> but I understand they have an alias cast. They want to promote the film and stuff. You know, it's a bit, it's a very big cast. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Josh Brolin. Uh, Javier Bardem, Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, like a lot of actors. Batista. That, yeah, Batista. That's uh, Christopher a, Walken. It's a hefty payroll. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of, <laughs> Christopher lot of actors. Walken. Yeah, Chris, a, lot, a lot of actors in there that I'm sure they would love to see on the red carpet and promote the film, tell them everybody why it's amazing and all this stuff. But I'm just like, I was like, you, y'all can make money, right? Because I know you have Aquaman 2 ap- apparently coming out in December, and you, ha- I haven't seen shit. Mm. For that movie, you did all notice that you haven't seen anything. No, no, no posters. No I didn't even. I didn't even know it was coming. Exactly. Out like year. I don't think even like the world knows that this movie's coming out in three months. So he's got That's a, the end of the year. He's got like an agenda, man. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> he's got a fucking agenda. But yeah, I also saw that apparently they have no faith in Aquaman too, so that explains a lot. <laughs> Cause like, got, cause why I waste money on it? Because I guess it's terrible. Yeah, I'm just like this. That's what I heard. People yeah. walked out. Yeah, in the screening. Walk, well, mm. well, I, I don't or something it. like that. I don't believe that because you can't walk out of test screenings. <laughs> <laughs> like you hell, sound, I can. You sound, like, <laughs> you sound like you sound like papers and shit to like like not walk out. They or put like, you in a yeah. seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the mental institution. That, like, <laughs> it wasn't like when you're there, you're there. Oh, that's what the Fousey Two's watching. <laughs> God did. Hey, sir, please be quiet. He's trying to watch the movie. He's just screaming, God did. God after every, did. After every line. God did. He's I saved her from this. God did. God did. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sorry, Fousey has been blessing us for the past couple of weeks with his amazing content. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, it's like it's, you have like movies like The Color Purple and Willy Wonka coming out, which is it's yeah. good, which are good movies for the holiday season. I'll give it that. But I'm just like, I'm just like, do y'all, y'all just hate making money at this point because you know, The Flash bombed, Blue Beetle kind of bombed. Well, yeah. and they're doing better, but they've lost what, like 200 million or something? Yeah, they lost a lot of money on these movies. So I'm just like, you're doomed too, even without like actors promoting it. And the the first movie was a box office success. So I was like, why wouldn't this be one too? I, yeah, I think if you yeah if you boost up the fucking trailer yeah and like really make that shit like oh mm-hmm. I think people mm-hmm. would go see it because already people are like this looks like a visually this looks like a visually stunning film. Mm-hmm. People will want to see this on IMAX. It looks like an epic. Yeah, exactly, the epic <laughs> sci-fi film. They could literally do a two movies, like a double feature. Mm-hmm. See Dune One, see Dune Two. That's what I was thinking they were gonna do. You know, I guess and not. Fucking... 
Not until the fifteenth. <laughs> that's too much content. People that's are not gonna content. sit. They, people are not gonna sit in their seats to watch all that. Why? Why? Why put Dune one back in theaters when it's on Max, our our <laughs> beloved Max? Well, first of all, we can't take away from Doctor Pimple Popper here. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have people going to watch Dune when they gotta watch fucking Doctor Feet Doctor or whoever the fuck <laughs> Doctor Feet Doctor <laughs> Doctor Doctor whoever the fuck. But no, nah, then there's other movies like this is different companies, but like. Sony delayed Beyond the Spider-Verse and mm-hmm. uh, the sequel to, you know, the last animated Spider-Man film across Spider-Verse and the Zendaya's a movie. Where Challengers. She, Challengers, yeah. That looked really great. I like the director of that one where she's fucking around with these white boys. <laughs> and <laughs> Mr. Ron so, and Fendout. So, sorry, Tom Holland. But yeah, then they then Disney delayed a Tron Ares, the new Tron film. The Water Bros delayed was a Godzilla, the new Godzilla Kong movie. It's Godzilla! I didn't even know that was even supposed to come out. I was like, yeah. "What?" Yeah, they. I know they released like a little anything? teaser. Like, oh, did a they? While ago, but yeah, a while that. ago, but yeah. I think I think there will be more delays as it goes on. Yeah, I think there will be more delays. I'll just keep it at that. I mean, March is a good month for them too, because I know that's when the Batman came out last year in, in March, like mm. twenty twenty two. So obviously, it's a good month for them. But isn't that when does the voting end though? It ends like around February, I think. I'd move it up a month. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what's coming out that month. So. I could, I could see if the strike gets resolved by January, I could see them pushing it up, and it just, could, yeah. and just going hardcore promo tour. Yeah, go watch, go watch, go watch, go watch. Yeah, <laughs> and just hey, every YouTube ad, go watch Dune too now, now. <laughs> but no, it's like, but yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to change up the, the Oscars quite a bit because I know it was like the big front runner up against. That was like Oppenheimer's probably biggest competition in terms yeah. of te- technical awards. So, mm. so now it's kind of freed up. So, so for Nolan's like, I, I was, was going to say, I don't have seen visual effects of cinematography. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I got it locked in the bag. That sandworm is looking good, isn't it? <laughs> 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 they had them niggas working. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this. One of the many films that were delayed, but there's also another film that was in the middle of filming that got delayed as well. Deadpool 3. Yes, that's right. You heard it here. Deadpool 3 leaks. Will it lead into the next Avengers event? (laughs) I'm sorry. What is it? Deadpool 3 leaks? (laughs) It leaks all over you. (laughs) Leak you right out of his costume. Sorry. One of the many films affected by the strike while in the midst of filming was Marvel Studios' Deadpool 3. The upcoming sequel to the Deadpool franchise sees everyone's favorite Merc with a mouth team up with Wolverine. little attitude he put into it. Sitting on toilet. I hate you. Merc with a mouth team up with Wolverine in what is supposed to be an action buddy comedy across the multiverse. The film is directed by Sean Levy, Night at the Museum, Free Guy. Star- Why do you say it like that? I don't know. Free Guy? <laughs> free Guy. Free Guy. My Guy. Starring Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and the return of Hugh Jackman in his star-making role of Wolverine. While the film was halfway through production, set pics have leaked showcasing Deadpool and Wolverine Fighting in what appears to be a rock quarry, quarry, uh, with giant, with a giant destroyed 20th Century Fox logo in the background, 
indicating a bridge between the MCU and the X-Men from the Fox-owned films to finally collide. Recent leaks have indicated that the film will lead directly into Marvel Studios, finally to the multiverse saga. Finale. Finale. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Finale into the multiverse saga. Avengers Secret Wars, which is rumored to feature characters from Marvel's earliest days of producing films in the early 2000s, such as Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, Ben Affleck's Daredevil, and Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. <laughs> okay, I couldn't even. Okay. Sources have. See that motherfucker come back. Boy, <laughs> 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 Andrew Garfield's Spider Man on the wall right now. <laughs> what was it? Sources have also seemed to confirm that Daniel Radcliffe will appear as a Wolverine variant. Blake Lively. Yeah! <laughs> Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds' wife, will portray Lady Deadpool. And Daphne Keene will return as Laura from the critically acclaimed Wolverine solo film, Logan. Does this news excite you on what's next for the MCU? No. Does it get you hard? <laughs> no. Does it get your rocks on? <laughs> not, not at all. Not, a, not even a bit. Not even a tiny bit. Not, even, I, a, not even a twinge. And I, and no, not even a flicker. <laughs> and, I, and I like Deadpool. And I like X-Men. I like Wolverine. I like you, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. But, but as soon as I saw fucking Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider, <laughs> whole damn shit just went out. Pause. Toby. 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 That's cool for Tobes. The Tobester. Ben Affleck. This motherfucker's just, he don't know if he want to be Batman. Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I'm sure. Heard. I'm sure it's still going to be hilarious. Though. I just heard that Ben Affleck was on set of Deadpool, but he might have been just visiting his. Because I know Jennifer Gardner, who played Elektra, yeah, and the Daredevil. Well, she's confirmed for the movie. Like, yeah, she's confirmed. That's, that's locked in. But I guess she was like just. She had her kids on set. You know, Ben, her and Ben Affleck has kids. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, and she, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were married at one point. Yeah, yeah. And, I didn't um, know they had kids though. Yeah, they have kids. Yeah. And I seen the, the picture of a daughter, and people oh, were like, they had, like identical." <laughs> yeah, dude, it looks like <laughs> was it uh, like her sister? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a little sister. Yeah, they, I've heard he was just visiting them just to see their their kids and stuff. Right. So yeah, maybe. So maybe he gets, like you couldn't visit gets, them on a weekend yeah. or something. <laughs> he he gets, wants to be uh, father of the year. Okay, he can still pop in a suit and do a scene. Yeah, yeah. Hey, since we have you here <laughs> yeah right we yeah. casually have this suit for you <laughs> not fooling anybody but not but yeah basically what this all implies is in the comic books they're the secret wars basically like all these characters colliding and um in the comics there's a thing called battle world and uh, mm. they were chosen by like this mystical god thing to have a fight in the battle world and uh, it was like a bunch of characters from all all of Marvel into one place. Mm. And in this version, it seems like they're doing that, except uh, they're basically having a, calling this a new Earth, where the TVA, the TVA from the, the Loki yeah, series, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. they're populating it with select people from uh, from collapsing realities because all their worlds are being destroyed and they're going to put them on this Earth. Oh. And then they're eventually going to, like, and they're eventually going to, you know, fight the big bad, whoever the fuck. Yeah. At the end, you know. <laughs> so. Kang? A variant. We'll see. (laughs) But uh, so, from what I'm understanding in the Loki series show, when the TVA takes somebody that's not supposed to be in that timeline, Mm -hmm. they're just putting them in this one world, and that's kind of where they're just sticking everybody, like Mm -hmm. putting people in a closet, yeah, and then just leaving them there. Yeah, exactly. But this one, it seems like the because you know the X Men movies are 
came out way before the MCU. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. It's on separate Earth, as you can say. Yeah. So we will see, we will possibly see the returns of Hugh Jackman, of course, as Wolverine. And we'll see Halle Berry back, probably a Storm. Mm-hmm. And James Marsden's back at Cyclops. And Jean Grey will return. Professor mm-hmm. X is going to come back, I'm sure. Yeah. Magneto, all, all those characters are going to probably come back in this movie. I don't know how long they're going to be in it, but I'm sure they'll, they'll come in. A and then cameo like, or something? Be, yeah, be saved for the, the Avengers movie. And I did hear that also, like, Jennifer, Jessica Alba is going to return as Invisible Woman in the Fantastic Four movies. Mm. and They're just going to go all out. Yeah, they're bringing everybody back. And this is for the Marvel movies. Yeah, this is for Secret Wars, Avengers Secret Wars. And, and, and this is the finale. This is, yeah, Secret Wars is the finale. And That's then, a stupid like, name. Deadpool 3, which one? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. <laughs> the when classic is Secret Wars title. tend to release or tentative release date? Used to be 2025, but now it might be 2028 or some shit. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, and then they're going to come out with Doctor Strange 3, because I guess Doctor Strange is going to be like the main character of the Avengers movies. Makes sense. So yeah, he's like Iron the Man. new leader or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the new leader. Him and Spider-Man will be like the new leads of this new the Avengers movies. So this will this be Toby Spider-Man or Holland? Before the Avengers sequel, it comes Kang Dynasty. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and in that one, I guess Tom Holland and Doctor Strange are the leads of that one. Then something happens to the Avengers from that movie. Mm. And then Secret Wars is actually about the the the, care, the superheroes from the early 2000s films. Toby uh, Spider-Man, yeah. probably Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, the X-Men, and the fan, that Fantastic Four. So we'll see these older characters be the leads of this movie, which is, I'm kind of like, okay, that could be cool. This yeah. is what I just sent you guys yeah. is how I picture you explaining fucking the universe. Nerd talk. <laughs> like, it's uh, Charlie Day and that's, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia That's how I picture Like with all his this Pepe shit Sylvia Wall <laughs> like, oh, Well shit. this motherfucker's Gonna get killed in Kang But then he's gonna Resurrect back over here In the universe But then he's gonna Come back <laughs> back around He's gonna hit that Fucking Fantastic Four shit Then we're gonna go back 2000 Hulk And, and then don't forget About the ricochet Then he's gonna come back To fucking He's gonna be in the multiverse There's gonna be 15 Spider-Mans <laughs> There's gonna be the ones That we didn't cast But we're gonna cast them For this one Then we're gonna come back around We're gonna super round Fucking Gotham City We're not even gonna mention them, but we're gonna hit it. Then X Men is gonna come over here with Doctor Fucking Suplex, motherfucker. Men fucking fights. <laughs> we're gonna have explosions. Spider Man's gonna web. Iron Man may come back with fucking Terrence Howard, Maine, and then we're gonna have this shit <laughs> pop over here and fucking Bruce and Could you imagine if they brought back Terrence Howard and War Machine? I would lose my shit. I was like, hell yeah, man. Hey, boys, Rhodey's. This is good. This is good. This is good for man, mankind. I'm back, man. Hey, man. I'm back, man. War machine, man. Like, come on, man. Could have War machine. And then we get Edward Norton back as the. Edward Norton, yeah. That was yeah. You know, it's hard out here for mine. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, um. But yeah, I think I think it's Spider-Man. And then we're then we're gonna then we're gonna dig up the dead ass Captain America. <laughs> and he's gonna make a fucking appearance. The, I, is and is that off? <laughs> it, we're gonna have him in here and we're gonna kill him. It's be like Spider-Man. Spider-Man no way home unlocked a whole new door of fuckery that we <laughs> that, that we're probably gonna regret in the next. Could week. you imagine having to keep track of all this shit as a writer? Yeah. And they don't want to pay him. That's probably why. And they don't want to pay him. Say, that's probably why they, they're 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 scrounging for a writer right now. <laughs> After all this shit ends, because I think I think the I writer think this makes sense. I think the writer of these movies have been have been fired. She before even the strikes the strikes uh, commenced. Mm. So there, yeah. So there, you have no writer for these movies. But they're looking for directors, and you want to know who they're thinking of getting to direct um, Avengers, the Avengers Secret Wars. Scorsese. 
Just bridge that gap. Be, You've already, you're bridging the fucking why X-Men sure, gap. Why not? I mean, well, well, one of the choices, uh, Sam Raimi. Ah, directed, of course. Of course, the earlier Spider-Man films and uh, yeah. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness would make sense. But then they're also looking at Alfonso Cuaron. Wow. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, he, he did, the, uh, yeah. what is it, Gravity? Yeah, he did Gravity, yeah. Children of Men, Roma. Yeah. He did, he's Roma. The, the third Harry Potter movie. He's too good for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would, I mean, that I mean, one getting, would shake things up. I mean, getting talent is not bad at all. I'm just saying. Who is it? Caron? Alfonso Cuaron. 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 Oh, okay. Mexican-American film. Yeah. yeah. I mean... He, I mean, he's one of the best filmmakers yeah. working right now. I mean, so that, like, should, that wouldn't be, be bad at all. That should be like, kind of dope. I can't see, I can't see him agreeing to it. <laughs> but as I said, I think he has talked shit about Marvel. And I mean, if has. they if they backed up the fucking Brinks truck, like <laughs> five of them, <laughs> maybe one more. Hard to sit there and turn that shit down. <laughs> but yeah, then the other guy that they're looking at is we just mentioned him, Sean Levy, who, who's, oh. who is the director of see, Deadpool Three. You know who? You know who they should get. Kai. Oh, God. <laughs> I think he'd be literally the perfect. He'd be so perfect. He could just show up with his fucking flip-flops or whatever. <laughs> flip-flops. And be like, I'm going to bring out Olivia Munn on here. Yeah. Antoine Fuqua. <laughs> I know Antoine Fuqua. Can't wait. Can't wait until we get to the day. Can't wait to get to the day where we tell that, that tale. Yeah. <laughs> Do that very I've, soon. I want to have it fucking like in a cartoon style. Yeah, <laughs> we're like we tell the story that and would describe as, it so well, and as we're telling it, it's like fucking cartoon, and we put that shit on YouTube because that's literally the only way that story makes content. Yeah. content. Yeah, but no, I'm I know I'm like pretty much me and Javin are like the ones that like you know actively watch this shit. No, it's not like Jamal, which I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I like solar solarly, which I was you. Yeah, Sometimes, Jamal, yes. you're not I cursed. Okay, I'm not I'm cursed by this bullshit. <laughs> These Avengers films. No, I, I I enjoy most of the MCU movies and superhero movies in general. But I'm just even I'm getting it's to me. It's just, just, like every time I just yeah, it's just, just a feels lot, like that. Man. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> Avengers Secret War. That's not the, that shouldn't be the end of your fucking. That's not the finale. Secret, name. The Secret War. Is the, in, Endgame is the finale name. But you've already done that. Because I mean, I had a, I have a little pitch that they could have done Uh-oh. after Endgame. Because mm. I feel like I feel like the MCU is kind of like a weird uh, being stagnant. Yeah, with their characters uh, who they're trying to introduce and stuff. Because I feel like they're introducing characters, but they're not doing much with them. They're just introducing them. Then okay, yeah. forget about them. I was like, all right, we'll put them in the corner until they're important later. <laughs> ten yeah. movies and projects. Ten, <laughs> ten years later. Yeah. Yeah, ten. Well, I, I swear. I swear to you. What's her name? Soji Gomez is a America Chavez. I swear. You're gonna be important in six years. Yeah. No <laughs> but kidding. You're, but you, you're but gonna be an adult by the point. <laughs> by the time the movie comes out. But you can't make anything else though. <laughs> yeah. You, you can only. Anything. You can only work for us. <laughs> you can only do Marvel. And we're not gonna pay you <laughs> until you fucking do another movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna uh, be in the back burner. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do anything. We swear. Don't do anything. <laughs> Stay in your home. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> Nobody see you. <laughs> Don't even read the script until you get on set. <laughs> but no, I just feel like after Endgame, they should have released Loki, the TV show. Okay. So like what I did, what they did in Loki's show, that by the end of that show, after they had an encounter with Kang and the, the female Loki mm-hmm. kills that Kang and like basically unlocks, uh, breaks apart the multiverse. I think that after that, we should have gone over into a different universe where the only heroes that exist are the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Mm. 
and just mm-hmm. like follow those characters for the for a couple of films, and then come back over to like people like Spider Man and Doctor Strange and shit. Because I think even before Avengers, X Men and Fantastic Four were they like they're they're and Spider Man were they're big people, especially X Men because you know like everybody loved the animated show and the comic books and stuff like that and the movies. So it's like, and everybody wants to see these characters finally be like fully realized in their comic book accurate thing, you know. So I'm just like, why not just fast forward to them as soon as possible? I actually have a cast by this point <laughs> for Fantastic <laughs> Four and everything. And it's like, and the X Men can be like a whole universe in itself because they have so many different characters and villains that they can explore, mm-hmm. mess around with. And Fantastic Four has Doctor Doom, the greatest like Marvel villain of all time, at their disposal and hype him up for a while. So it's like, why not just explore those characters for a bit and then come back around to, I don't know, Captain America, the new Captain America and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and all that. Like a nice little little break it from feels like the a break. Yeah, this feels like a break after the whole Endgame thing. But you're still pushing the, the yeah. story forward. Yeah, it's pushing the narrative, yeah, and then have the multiverse stuff happening there. Did, did we really need to see Ant-Man fight King? Yeah, that was... Like, why couldn't we see Fantastic Four fight King? They're supposed to be... <laughs> because they wanted to show their ants off. My aunt, whooping ass. Michael Douglas saying, "My aunt." <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. It's, I don't know. This, it feels like easy fixes to me, but I don't know. I'm not in charge of this company, so <laughs> going to the shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot of movie. Part of me kind of feels, and I don't watch it, but part of me feels like maybe the multiverse, like, should have been saved. It could have to where, like you said, like. We need help beating this motherfucker's ass. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we got to fucking go find some people because he's whooping our shit. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like, maybe it's two to three villains are like, are, you, are we boring you? No, 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 I'm listening. Am I amusing you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got like villains. Are like, you not uh, entertained? <laughs> you got villains like uh, Scarlet Witch, Kang, and then like another villain they could have used. Like a Doctor Doom. Like, like those are going to be like their big three. Yeah, like it should be the fucking dream team of villains mm-hmm. somehow have come together you mix in thanos kang scarlet witch dr doom fucking magneto if you want mm-hmm. and they're just fucking destroying shit yeah and then it's iron man's like fuck man i can't i can't fight these motherfuckers off myself mm-hmm. me and cap cap's whack I'm, i don't like that nigga <laughs> we fucking can't do it <laughs> and then it's like they call then they all fucking assemble and then you can have your big battle and do something else. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's ultimately leading to a, just a big ass battle. Because I know they have that idea in their head where we want all these characters from all these films. Yeah. Finally come together and beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Together in a, in a in front of a green screen. So then after that. The- <laughs> so, then, so then after that, then what though? Yeah. Is that like it? Making go from that reboot and do this shit all over yeah. again for another thirty five yeah. years? Yeah, I feel like the, the idea I had it basically feels like a reboot in a way, mm-hmm. like I'm like a mini reboot. Because to me, it seems like this just, even though, you know, they're whatever, it prints money. It does. And so there's no way in hell that they're going to do a finale to this whole multiverse saga mm-hmm. and then be like, that's it. The motherfuckers may take a year or two off and come back and and just be like, man, we're going to make we're, all that shit that just happened 20 years. None of that shit matters. We're gonna do it all over again. It's an interesting thing. So we'll see how Deadpool three turns out. Oh yeah, how you all feel about uh, Daniel Radcliffe potentially being Wolverine? That's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> My dream is <laughs> <laughs> finally coming true. Do you th- do you think this could hurt him though? Because he's already known as Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and he's done other stuff outside of mm-hmm. it. But nobody gives a fuck. 
<laughs> you're Harry Potter. And now it's, if he's a variant of Wolverine, you're stepping from one franchise to like now you're Wolverine, potentially. Or, or potentially, variant. Potentially, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think it's like, like all right, man. I don't know. Depends yeah. on how they how they go about it. Because it could be just like a one-time thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like just like a, like a fun thing. Yeah. Like, well, well, well the, apparently the John Krasinski cameo is a <laughs> Mr. Fantastic was supposed to be fun. I didn't have fun. <laughs> I was in pain. <laughs> I was in pain the whole movie. <laughs> right, I want to say I wanted to say like uh uh I, I know Fantastic Four is not gonna ultimately not gonna destroy my life or anything. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know about that yet. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just I'm just getting sick of hearing about all these casting rumors. Just finally just pick someone. <laughs> just get somebody for the love of god but do you think that's also the hard part too yeah maybe they're like maybe the people are like i don't want to do that shit yeah there's like a lot of, i'm sure a lot of actors i mean even adam driver passed on it because he didn't like click with the script yeah so do you think people are like nah you're not about to tie me up mm-hmm. for a couple years and we may not even do anything. Adam Driver came in. This smells like bitch in here. So, <laughs> he didn't even get to the meeting. He just walked in the building. Smell like bitch in here. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, It'd be amazing. Nah. Driver, where where are you here? We got the meeting here. We're ready. The I'm fuck? driving. I'm gone. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how he's uh, like. He's, I'm going to this motherfucking other film that is in. Oh yeah, there we go. Ferrari. Well, okay. <laughs> film Festival Mania, the Toronto uh, International Film Festival, Venice, and the Telluride bring the cinema heat. Despite what seems like a lot of films being put on hold or ultimately canceled, plenty of new movies have seen premiering at the at this New Year's at this year's Toronto International Film Festival, the Venice Film Festival, and the Telluride Film Festival. All three festivals are known to premiere potential frontrunners for the Oscars and just great films in general. Starting off with Telluride, the film the festival had a premiere for the Cannes Film Festival winning French courtroom drama Anatomy of a Fall. Jeff Nichols' crime drama The Bike Riders, Yorgos Lantimos' sci-fi black comedy Poor Things, Alexander Payne's comedy drama, The Holdovers, and Emerald Fennel's follow-up to Promising Young Woman, Saltburn. Over at 80th Annual Venice Film Festival, the films premiered there included Michael Mann's biopic, Ferrari, David Fincher's neo-noir action thriller, The Killer, and Bradley Cooper's biopic drama, Maestro. Finally, The Toronto International Film Festival, which is still going as we speak, hosted premieres for Hayao, right? Hayao Miyazaki. Hayao Miyazaki's (laughs) highly anticipated animated or anime film, The Boy and the Heron, the Craig Gillespie's and Craig Gillespie's biopic comedy, Dumb Money. The films that have won the most acclaim out of all of these listed have been Anatomy of a Fall and Poor Things which are being regarded as masterpieces of their genre. As we take a look at each of the trailers for most of these films, which interests you the most to see this fall? I want to go something, do something real quick, because last yep. night the Venice Film Festival actually announced their their winners. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. Enlighten uh, us. Yeah, so 
<clears throat> the holders. I'm just kidding. The, the main competition here. Well, can we guess? Yeah, we can guess. Uh, the yes. Golden Lion for best film. The Golden Lion is, of course, like their, their equivalent of best picture. Okay. So what do you think won best picture? I'm going to say Anatomy of a Fall. John? Let me read the titles again. I think it's Poor Things. <clears throat> okay, that's your answer? Yeah, Poor Things. Jonathan's correct. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Your girl's left in most is Poor Things has won the Golden Lion for best film. Hmm. And I think it has a currently 100%. Unrun Tomatoes, Sheesh. and uh, yeah, this is, yeah, it's, uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but right. yeah, it's uh, kind of a surprise for some people. I would mm. definitely say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. Definitely will say yeah. that. And uh, let's see here, for Best Actress, who do you think won that? Well, I'm thinking it's got to go to fucking, what's the name? If Poor Things won, Emma Stone? Yes, Emma Stone. No. Fuck off, man. <laughs> Damn, wait, who? The Anatomy the of the Vol- Fall Girl? Volpe, no. No. Actually, this is a bit even more surprising. The Volpe Cup for Best Actress went to Kaylee Spaney for Priscilla. Oh, the, uh, interesting. Elvis hmm. sort of wife biopic. Again, yeah. in my trailer ranking review thingy, mm-hmm. I will explain what I felt. Okay. and then But yeah, those are like the major awards that came out about it. Hmm. And yeah, there are other ones like Volpe Cup for Best Actor, this movie called Memory. Peter Sarsgaard, one for it. Peter Sarsgaard, you know Jamal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jahed. Yeah, yeah, Jahed, Jahed. He's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal, yeah. And uh, he was in Batman, the Batman for a little bit. And he was in Spotlight. Not Spotlight. Black Mass for a little bit. Oh, yeah, he was. He was, yeah. And then, yeah, best screenplay went to a film called El Conde, the Chilean film. And that movie's coming out in a few weeks. It looked like an interesting art, artsy film. But yeah, those are all pretty much the biggest winners from the Venice Film Festival. But yeah, the, the biggest surprise of the night was uh, Poor Things winning mm. Best Picture and uh, Kaylee Spaney winning uh, Best Actress. So we watched pretty much all the trailers mm-hmm. for a majority of these films, all the trailers that are available for the films here. Which ones do you guys want to start with? Because I do have Ferrari here. You know, start with Ferrari. Yeah. 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 Are, we, are we are we in the trailer review now? Or oh, uh, we can like add. It's kind of. He says it's pretty much the same thing. Okay, so we can add it along <laughs> with that, and uh, yeah, give our thoughts on the trailers, and then like overall, how you think the the Oscar season's gonna go? Well, I so I which like which one interests you most, of course. So I, I real quick, I just go through the ones how I had them ranked. Yeah, Ferrari was one, Anatomy of Fall was two, The Killer was three, Priscilla, Priscilla was four. The Bike Riders, five, Holdover, six, and Poor Things was the last one. Mm. Reason why, reason why, I, I, I think, and I'll answer the question, which one I'm looking forward to, Anatomy of a Fall, Ferrari. The Killer seems okay, but if I'm going to go watch in a theater, it'll probably be those two. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, for the Ferrari trailer was perfect mm-hmm. because I didn't need dialogue. I didn't need, you know, I didn't need that. I just needed the fucking sound design. Yeah, yeah. Hearing fucking fast cars going by, mm-hmm. seeing the shit. And then at the end, he does he does say, you get in my car, you get in the win. Yeah. I don't need anything else after that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great trailer. You know what I mean? I don't need to hear what they're talking about right now. <laughs> I just want to see fast shit moving. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> fast shit moving, cool cars, and fucking, no, you get in this motherfucker, we're coming to win. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. Anatomy of a Fall. I'm like, I'm watching it, and the way that they put that trailer together, 
it felt like a docuseries. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, ooh, this feels like we're watching a real-life fucking crime takes place. You know, like we're not supposed to be watching that. Yeah. But it was, like, to me, that one could be a winner uh, in the Oscar season. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Ferrari's going to be a good film, but I feel like Anatomy of a Fall could be, like, sneaky. If it wins, I wouldn't be upset. Saltburn, again, feels like a sleeper because they didn't really give away too much in the mm-hmm. in the trailer, yeah. but I feel like it could sneak in as a, as a Best Picture nominee. The Killer, action-packed, but it has, like, a cerebral feel to it where he's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, cleaning up shit and whatever. Priscilla, I just feel like they're kind of going off the Elvis popularity. Mm. And, and it's probably still going to be a good film, but it, nothing really caught my eye in that yeah. because I'm like... Why, like, why do I care about Priscilla Presley? Thing is, the thing I'm most interested about, well, directed by Sofia Coppola. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing about it, I've heard that, seen that the Presley family really fucking hates this movie. Ooh. The Priscilla yeah. movie? Yeah. Okay. Wow. The, the, like, Priscilla is, of course, she she was there at the film festival. She's fully supporting it. It's her story, of course. Right, yeah. right, right. So, yeah, right. she's like, she, she's fully supporting this film. And, but yeah, the rest of the family does not like this movie at all and didn't even give the rights to use the, his music. Really? In the film. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that, see, they didn't show any of that, though. No, yeah, they didn't. Like yeah. in the trailer? It's a very small teaser. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, hearing that, I'm kind of like, okay, that means that they should be tackling some shit. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, Elvis, if y'all don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Womanizer. Womanizer wow. of, well, of young more girls. More like girl womanizer. My, <laughs> girl yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now, if they're showing that, I'm with it. But I heard they very much do. Okay. There this, you go, uh, Jamal. I... So, there we go. The Bike Riders, I didn't really see anything that jumped out to me, but it could be a good film. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, okay, Bike Riders, I'm not going to go pay to see that, maybe, mm-hmm. right now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Holdovers looks like a holiday movie, but it's updated. I'm not going to go see that. You sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same director as, as the Election. Oh. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't have the same cast as Election. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have Reese Rivers. It doesn't have Matthew fucking Matthew Broderick. Broderick. <laughs> but I don't know. I saw, I saw like, the trailer for it, and I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. It seems like it has some funny moments, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then The Poor Things, it has a, definitely has a distinct look. Kind of got a snarl out of me. I was trying to describe this thing. What is that? Like my, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it got that out of me. Yeah. So it's not high on my watch list. I know Emma Stone gets naked in that one. That doesn't change anything. But <laughs> it's just a fact. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is a fact. She it's gets just, naked and has sex. Yeah. That, but that that does nothing for me. So I don't know. Basically, the whole movie is, is like a riff on Frankenstein. Like okay, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that because yeah. he's a builder or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> Real Wonderful. Yeah, up. his face is I'm like, that's crazy. Cut in half and shit. Yeah. This is my lady. So, <laughs> so then he just built a sex life. Oh, in a way. It's like, I don't know. It looked like he was like making all kinds of creation out of things. And then he decided to make a full grown human woman. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they saw the little trailer. It's like you see like the little duck chicken. Yeah. Little duck chicken thing. But which which ones I'm looking forward to? Ferrari, Anatomy of a Fall. Okay. For me, Poor Things is actually at the top of my list because in the trailer it said it was made from the same person that made the favorite, which I really enjoyed. And it also had Emma Stone in it. So Poor Things. Then I have Ferrari, number two. I got The Killer, number three. 
Priscilla, number four. The Bikers, number five. That's It's the Bike Riders. The Bike Riders, sorry. <laughs> Only because it has uh, Austin Butler in, in, like, you know, this, I guess, like, world of, like, I guess, you know, he's one of the biker gangs or something like that. And also, I'm, like, curious to see how uh, Jodie Comer, I believe her name is, um, yes, yeah. will be in, like, I guess, not, but, like, in a serious role-ish. You know what I mean? And she's been in a serious role before. <laughs> no, no, I mean, because I've only seen her from Free Guy. <laughs> I've only seen her from Free oh, Guy okay. and, and like that. So that's so why I mean. you haven't like, seen The Last Duel or anything, huh? I have seen her in The Last Duel. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I mean, it didn't get any recognition at all. Yeah, and yeah. instead, I mean, the only recognition it got in the Oscar season was a joke. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> shitty. I was, I was like, that's messed up. I was like, imagine that everybody that worked in it. That was a good movie. Yeah, I, didn't, I enjoyed it. I, was, I didn't think it was that bad. It was, yeah. Was it Last Duel? Yeah. Last Duel, yeah. Um, a pretty big bomb when it came out. Yeah. Ridley Scott and directed. Mm. And I, yeah, I was going to say Adam yeah. Driver's in that one. Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a producer. No, he's in it. Oh. Plays the supporting roles. Oh, um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote it, yeah. Okay. But yeah, go ahead. And Adam Driver was in it, too. Yeah. Uh, we already said that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> After the bike riders, Anatomy of the Fall. And then Saltburn, and then the boy in the heron, and then Saltburn. You said Saltburn, Saltburn twice. Did I say Saltburn twice? I oh, okay. Well, and the, like the ones I'm not excited for basically are the holdovers. I don't know why it just doesn't catch my attention. Yeah, I, there's something about it. I don't know. And and the boy in the heron. I, I I'm not a big fan of the I guess that style of anime because I've mm. seen Spirited Away, but I didn't you know I didn't. You know, it wasn't something I liked. I think it was, you know, really greatly made and all that, but just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not too excited about that. And and also, uh, Anatomy of the Fall. I know Jamal's, like, very excited to see that one, but I don't know. Okay, I didn't really rank them, but I guess the ones I'll probably say the most I'm excited for. Well, for one, I'm seeing all these movies in theaters because I like movies. I'm like, you bitches. <laughs> hey, I'm Whoa. watching these in theaters. Fuck Whoa. you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I plan to see it. Well, I'm assuming all these will be in theaters. I will, I'll watch them. Mm-hmm. But, oh. I, I was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned over and see it. But, no, I think the trailers that stuck out to me the most... In terms right. of like the trailers, I would say it's either poor... But not poor thing. Ferrari and The Killer. Because the thing with The Killer is it feels like Fincher is back to doing his nasty crime shit, mm. which I need. <laughs> I need I need, I need cinema now. Oh, no, it feels like classic Fincher. Give it to me. It feels like it feels like a good mix between Gone Girl and and the Fight Club. Mm. Looks very like actiony. The, yeah, the trailer the trailer edited in a very Fight Club style. It kind of bring back that late '90s punk rock kind of vibe to it. And Michael Fassbender looks like he's doing a great job. I love how the trailer edited with him mm. just like saying "stick with the plan," and as it keeps going, he's like. It's like he slowly starts stumbling. And yeah. <laughs> he's like losing him to losing control of himself a bit, and like his entire world is like falling apart. He looks very cerebral. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, and of course for our same thing, like Jamal said, is like the trailer, the, just all sound design. Yeah, amazing shots. Adam Driver looks like he's gonna be really intense. Yeah, <laughs> man, that makeup though. Makeup, uh, old man, making him look like an old ass man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very tall guy too. Yeah, so like, yeah. So he's, he's he's very imposing. Yeah, not to get off topic, but yeah. I was watching Looper, mm-hmm. and ah. they were saying that what's Andy's name? 
real life. Uh, Andy who? Ed Helms? Dufresne. Oh. Oh, Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins. They're saying he's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, oh, he's a tall motherfucker, yeah. And so they were saying, like, they had to hide it because he just towered over almost everybody except for Morgan. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he, most of his scenes, he's, like, sitting down or he's hunched over. Yeah, he's a giant dude. Yeah, so that's that was how they, <laughs> they kind of had to hide that. Yeah, he's a very tall guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see that Michael Mann's one of my favorite directors. That's the same director. Heat. Bring on the heat. <laughs> <laughs> a, mo- a movie that Jonathan hated at first for some reason. If you look away. <laughs> I remember that three and a half stars. <laughs> Quickly tried to go back. <laughs> and then another trailer that, that stuck out to me was Saltburn. Mm. And I, I don't know, the, the vibe of that is a it's a follow-up from from a promising young woman from a few years ago and rolled for nil. I don't know if you guys saw that movie or mm. not. No. Is this a is this a sequel? No, it's not. No. Just like, a, just in, in terms of like her, her second film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and uh, that won the Oscar for like best cinema, not cinematography, screenplay, like back in 2021, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this is pretty highly anticipated by a lot of people. But yeah, it looks like, kind of reminds me of Babylon a bit. I heard it's, fucking, it's a fucking insane movie. Really? Yeah, I heard this, uh, the ending is very divisive mm. in, in, in the places it goes because it's supposed to be about this uh, this guy barry keogan plays this is kind of like this i guess he plays like a psychopath it's kind of tough yeah, to figure out yeah yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. or i should say a sociopath i should say yeah and he's like trying to become jacob alordi basically <laughs> like like he's kind of like a jacob alordi stalker like they're the ah. yeah. oh yeah another very tall man jacob alordi <laughs> if they and, do it uh, if they Shaw, sorry if yeah. they do a shawshank remake Adam Driver could do Andy Dufresne. He could. Ooh. He definitely could. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it looks like he's basically trying to become this rich guy that he knows from college. See, I kind of thought, and I could kind of see that now. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought he was he was gay. Mm-hmm. It and, might be. Okay. Because yeah. you kind of, I kind of got that. I got vibe, that implication yeah, too. Mm-hmm. Where he was kind of jealous when they show what's the name, and he's he's mm-hmm. with the girl, and then he's yeah, he might. Ah, <laughs> 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 fuck. But yeah, I like <laughs> I like that the the music they use for that trailer and the shots look beautiful. A lot of stuff. I like the the font that they use for the yeah the font for the really title design. But I was gonna say that shit was kind of tough to read. Oh, was it for you? I, I was trying to read the names. Colorblind. Like, maybe <laughs> a little bit sunshine. More, more so when the actor's name appears. Though. The like, actor's yeah. names was a little read, tough. Yeah. I could read like a film by yeah, but like the actor's names, I was like, damn, I can't fucking. Mm-hmm. Like trying to make the shit out. I'm like, what? The <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting typeface to use for a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then bold. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it, it, bold, it yeah. it's gonna do its trick though because I think people are gonna be like, damn, I can like the, that font is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then again, it kind of looks like it kind of like it's not started born a Babylon type of mm-hmm. film where it looks like the film gets crazier and crazier. It goes on. It looks like there's a lot of party scenes. Mm. So I think it's the same time cinematographer as Babylon too. So oh wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, poor things. I've seen the trailer. The trailers have been popping up for the movie like all year. It feels, like. but yeah, I really, I'm, I'm really excited for this movie. I'm a big fan of the director. He directed the favorite and the lobster and the killing, killing of a sacred deer. And uh, he has a very interesting style where it feels like the 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 sense of humor is very dry, but also kind of cartoonish at the same time. Mm-hmm. Everything feels like it feels like. It feels like what Tim Burton movie should be. Yeah, that's so fucking. <laughs> because I literally was gonna say, thinking about it, the shit kind of felt like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks like it looks. Uh, I love the the set designs and the uh, the costumes and everything. It looks great, and uh, Emma Stone looks like she's doing a great job. And I heard Mark Ruffalo's a scene stealer too. Wow, yeah, it's crazy that he's he popped up at like kind of the last part of the yeah. trailer. Yeah, you don't see him that much. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he's very funny. And, wow. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It won the Best Picture. It won the Golden Lion. And there's a history a history with the Golden Lion because. Uh-huh. Films that have won the Golden Lion include Joker, Shape of Water, Roma, and Nomadland. And at least two or three of those movies went on to win Best Picture at the Oscars. So Can we guess them? Shape of Water? Shape of Nomad. Water, yes. And Nomad. No, you're right. Nomadland, yeah. Yeah, Nomadland. Uh-huh. And Shape, Shape of Water, right? You said yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, I said yeah, yeah. Oh, so Shape of Water and Nomadland. And then another one. Oh, there's another one? I think so. Roma? Uh, that was not my Okay, yeah, that was the only two. Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Romo's not so my best picture. Yeah. The Bike Riders looks cool. Yeah. I, I think it looks cool. I liked all the actors in it. Mm-hmm. And from the director, Jeff Nichols, who, like, usually does, like, these kind of, like, low-key, kind of, like, like not, not really exactly Southern, but kind of, like, grounded kind of movies. Like, he, I remember this one movie directed a couple of years ago called Mud with Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. That was very good. I recommend that one. I was close um, to watching that one. Oh, really? On my wow. list. <laughs> wow. That's a very good one. And but yeah, this one looks cool too. I like Tom Hardy doing a funny voice again. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and you know, just think about it. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> think about it. You know. But yeah, I like him doing his voice. And then the trailer was pretty good overall. Jodie Comer looks like she's doing a great job. And I'll be honest, I did not watch the trailer for Anatomy of a Fall because I've heard to stay away from the trailer. Because apparently it reveals a lot of stuff from it. Mm, okay. But uh, So but, I like how you set us up for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> failed. Y'all failed. Get mad. Just like revelation, like halfway as you're watching. Yeah. No, 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 we're not supposed to watch this. <laughs> or something like that. Or at least stay as cold as possible going into the movie. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to it still because I heard it's very great. Well, see, now, now that I think about it, I mean, they did. Mm-hmm. They, 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 it's a pretty hefty trailer, trailer yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and then uh the trailer for the holdovers I, I like the style of the trailer for the holdovers and uh, and i like alexander payne's writing style in general so it looks like a nice sweet movie that'd be good for the holiday season to watch it looks right. like one of those movies you look like one of those comfort movies that you watch on like a like a you're bored on a like in the middle of november like the day after yeah. black friday they have black friday thanksgiving yeah stuff like that and yeah, just watch it. And it seems like a nice movie. Just he's to gonna watch. Ad- he's gonna adopt him or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna laugh my ass off if Jonathan comes out of the movie. Oh, he's, you, you know he's gonna love it. He's talking that shit right now. But he's gonna go watch that shit in the theater. Be like, oh my, this is amazing. This is peak cinema. I'm sorry, I couldn't hold it. Oh god, but yeah, I feel like Jonathan's gonna love this movie. I don't yeah, know oh come on, fucking. He does this all the time. Se- <laughs> September 10th. We're gonna mark it down right now. Oh, what? It, before even seeing it, what would you call it? What do you mean? You've already called it mid. Yeah. Okay. Jonathan calls it mid, September 10th. And then after you watch it, we're going to play this clip back. What if I don't watch it? Oh. <laughs> loophole. I'm not going to make you watch it. Oh. Uh, other loophole. See, you set yourself up. <laughs> You're Comes gonna... out October 27th. You know what? Let's make a date. Wait, what day is that? October 27th. I don't know what. I'm sure it's a Friday, but like October 27th. Okay. Sheesh. Let's watch it. Five days after my birthday. Yeah. Ooh. 
birthday screen. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, this film also has a hundred percent so far on Rotten Tomatoes. Does that change your opinion? From nine critics. It's it's interesting. Hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's hard to do. That's hard to do. A lot of movies have got 97, 98, but not ever a hundred. Not this one. But not this one. But now it comes. Oh yeah. So limited release in October twenty seventh and wide release on November tenth. So hopefully it's playing close by to us on October 27th because I want to see Jonathan's reaction to it. Because <laughs> I know he does this all the time where he's like, I don't know, Alec. Yeah. It looks pretty bad. Then he comes out, wow, that was amazing. Oh, my God. He d- he's done it at least five times before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. No, just kidding. Many. Oh, I got proof. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then the boy and the heron. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm, a, I'm actually making my way through some of Miyazaki's older work. To go through, because I actually haven't seen Spirit Away before. Uh, I know, huh? <laughs> Alec hasn't seen something. Well, to me, I don't care about Spirit Away. <laughs> but you, have, you haven't seen uh, Equalizer 2. Is a shock. That's the one? All the films of cinema, is yes. like Equalizer 2. Is because I'm, I'm like, he seems like a Denzel. Like, he loves Denzel. I'm a big Denzel fan. I haven't seen So that's one. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> have you seen The Book of Eli? I have. But you haven't seen Equalizer 2. <laughs> no, that movie was badass. He was blind. <laughs> Book of Eli is trash. Oh, <laughs> that was, I, I, I enjoy that movie. In the, in the, I know it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> but it's, it's so fun. It's so fun just watching him cut off people's heads as he's blind. You, maybe Denzel really is like he, a murderer. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's a murderer in another life. <laughs> <laughs> he just really likes that shit, man. This is good. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but but yeah, Born Ahead. I'm I'm very much looking forward to. It's spo- it was supposed to be Miyazaki's final film mm. director, but I guess he's he's a, he's a nah bitch, <laughs> and he's gonna do another one. He's, I'm I'm, wow. I'm back. And uh, let me see how old he is because he's getting he's up there. I have a question for Alec because yeah. have you seen the was it the movie Castle? Years old. Nice. What have you seen the Moving Castle one or the I have not. I only seen parts of it. I'm making my way through. I'm have like, you seen any of the... Uh, I have. I've seen Castle in the Sky, Neighbor Totoro. So, question. Are all these movies in any way, shape, or form connected to each other? No. No? Okay. As far as I know, no. Okay, okay. It's just but, the style yeah. that's like... Yeah, the same. consistent okay. animation style. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've seen Porco Rosso and Nausicaa. I will say Ponyo. this, though. This, the, the boy and the heron, the yeah. animation or that, you know, it looks very nice and crisp. If yeah, you know it what I mean, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Compared to the previous ones. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, those are older movies. I know, I know. But that's, <laughs> I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. You know, with the new technology and everything that they have nowadays, yeah. man, he really took mm-hmm. full. Yeah, 82 years uh, old. That's how old he is. Yeah, yeah he's still going to keep going. And uh, which is crazy because I know sure, if Clint Eastwood can be 185 and still yeah. making <laughs> like animation because you know he's he's doing a lot of hand drawing. I'm sure he has yeah. other people doing it for him now. Oh, but, yeah. Like, but yeah, they did. He, he did. He was, he was back in the shit when they were doing it hand drawing and, yeah, and everything. So, yeah, that sticky note type. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was doing a real, real animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and uh, what was the other trailer? And oh, yeah, that's all the trailer. Oh, yeah, Priscilla. It's a very short teaser, well, like a less than a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, there's no pretty much no dialogue in that one too. It's all like music. Cause I heard they do. Sophia Coppola has done it before in other movies, but she's like using, she's like using music from modern day in the style of music, the style of music you would hear in like the 1940s and 50s, mm. the 50s, I should say. 
like you maybe she'll like maybe for example she'll use like maybe like a Taylor Swift song but it's done in the style of a 1950s. Thought I was feeling you. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you. <laughs> that nigga munch ski. <laughs> ski. But yeah, so she is, she has an interesting style with that. So maybe she's doing that with the music. Could you imagine? Yeah. Fucking Elvis up there. Ski. <laughs> <laughs> Room on the Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> Starting like my daddy. Go, like dude. Go, dude. He's not even singing so, shit. Just do this. Another one. <laughs> so well, I have a question for uh, Jamal before we continue. Um, you said Priscilla wasn't in your at first. Wasn't in you know you're like interested in watching it and all that. Yeah. Not even if Jacob Elordi was playing the role as Elvis himself. I mean, yeah. You wouldn't want to see like the difference between how Austin Butler portrayed him versus how he would like. I don't really have ties to Jacob Elordi. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> Me and me and Jonathan have ties. <laughs> <laughs> like, Our ties run genuinely. Our ties run deeper, dear Lordy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's. Uh, but see, I wish they would have shown some of the stuff that, like, Alec was saying that, like, the family hates. Mm-hmm. Because then. It would for the movie. Well, yeah, I get that. <laughs> but then it just kind of feels like they are piggybacking off of the Elvis movie. And I know this was probably also like in production around maybe the same time or in oh, yeah, it's been around it's been production for a while. It's yeah. kind of like a coincidence. It but you know what I mean? Like it just kind of feels okay, here we go. Yeah. It's the it, it was in the Oscars. So it's like, oh yeah, let's let's do Priscilla. It's what does she really like? I get the Elvis story. You know, and I'm not saying that like her story isn't good because she had to put up with fucking Elvis mm-hmm. and his, you know, young girl relationships. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe, maybe if I see more of a trailer of it, I'd be like, all right, yeah. What I think it, it, huh? no, go, go ahead, go ahead. I think it's very interesting that she, the act, the lead actress, Kaylee Spaney from Priscilla. She's playing Priscilla, of course. One best actress. Mm. So, um, so, and then I've seen here in the history of that award in the last four years, all these, all the women that have won this award have been gone on to be nominated for uh, best best actress at the Oscars. So, mm-hmm. seems like she's like in that in that competition now. Kind of shoo. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested to see her performance for sure. And yeah, I'm not saying it's not going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just this is more the like, trailer could have done more for you to yeah. keep you interested. Yeah, that makes a, sense. A little more convincing. Yeah, on on that part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as to like why would I? Why would I? I get why Elvis because he's fucking Elvis, but like why would I care about Priscilla? Mm-hmm. It's like they're making. A, it's like if you made a movie about Adrian from Rocky. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I get Rocky. What the fuck do I care about Adrian? Excuse <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a heart and soul of that franchise. <laughs> that's, that's if they made uh, what? What's what's Creed's wife's name? I can't remember. I exactly. Can't remember, you. Oh, <laughs> exactly. No, I I like, you messed up. Well, sorry, cute. I can't remember Tessa Thompson. I know the actress. <laughs> I can't remember her goddamn name right now. She uh, I can't like, remember her, she her, her character's name. Sorry, she's not as iconic as, as Adrian. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> well. Like, I don't think she was needed. In those movies? Yeah. Mm. I, I get you can the, make the argument. I get the earlier ones. But to me, like three, I could I could have done without her. Cause yeah. she didn't bring shit, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden now she's a record producer. I guess she was what she was doing oh. that. Well, she started out as a singer. Okay, yeah. So it, I kinda, it, it, I kinda it makes sense. That. But I just feel like with Adrian, like she wanted, she was like, "Come on, Rock, nigga, get your shit together." Rocket, stop it. Yeah, get some help. 
<laughs> but but fucking what's the name? And she was just kind of like, all right, <laughs> okay, do your thing. If you have to fight him, then do your yeah, thing. You do have, your thing. You have to fight him. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, yeah, I'm also interested to see how Jacob Lordy handles. Exactly, they portray Elvis. I'm interested to see. Oh, I, I, I don't think I haven't heard him talk. Yeah, the no, Elvis voice yet because I know because Austin Butler nailed that shit. Yeah, I feel like after Austin Butler, no one else should play Elvis. But honestly. do you, so. So then, do you think it should be like he has to? He has to really be like his performance has to be really good. It doesn't have to be as good as Austin Butler's, but it's a it's a tough act to follow. Yeah, because yeah. I know the film is is Priscilla, so it's not like she's he's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like he's probably not even going to be in it a lot. Yeah, he's he's in it enough. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Like he's just there to pass through. Yeah. So they made, why didn't they just get Butler since he was still in his Elvis fucking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, motherfucker, we know you just got out of it. I mean, he's in with the Presley family, so it'd be kind of like betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> to do this movie. Oh, you know, like, yeah, you're oh. stepping on toes. <laughs> yeah. Stepping on toes. But man. if they fucking back that truck up, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. What if they're like, you know, Priscilla? The true story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just roll with that shit. They know they're already hated. So. Hey, I didn't write it. I don't believe it. But I'm just going to act. I'm it. just an actor. I'm just an actor. But I'll be over for dinner, though. Oh, wow. I'm ready. Uh -oh. I'm sorry. I'm uh -oh. like, I'm like, I'm looking at the oh, breaking the, news. The book that it's based on. Yeah. Uh, it was Elf, written by Elvis. Her, right? and, yeah, written by Priscilla Press. Elvis and me. There's a, I see some shit in here. I'm like, this could be a pretty interesting movie if they go into some shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can't lie. I'm seeing some interesting stuff. And this is A24, right? I think it is, right? Uh, yes, it is. Is it? It is A24, yeah. I did not know. Yeah, A24. Yeah, I think I, I, think I need... Give, give me a little more. Mm -hmm. Let me let me see a little more Man, content. It, that's been the only trailer for a long time, so I don't know. They're going to come out with another trailer very soon. Or... It's, it's coming out this year? It is in November. Oh, so November yeah, third. So they might maybe one more, one more trailer, yeah. and like then in the month or next month or so. Mm -hmm. We'll see, but yeah, I'm looking forward to all these movies overall. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll see what movie interests us or what final film. Sorry. Okay. So speaking about final films, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we have Quentin Tarantino's final. Oh, you can't see what, what do you call it? Asterisks? No. Quotation. Uh, quotation. Quote, yes. Yeah. It, it could be an asterisk. He could be lying. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you thought. Got here's, number, here's number two. <laughs> uh, but, he just uh, makes like a long ass movie and breaks yeah. it up into two parts. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> and then he calls it final. <laughs> final film has found a location to shoot and potential leading man. Whether you're a cinephile of a casual moviegoer, you know the name Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino launched on the scene in 1992 at the age of 29 with his classic independent film Reservoir Dogs, a, bland, a blend of all his film influences into a unique heist film that famously doesn't show the robbery. This success, along with writing scripts that other directors took on, led him to direct the film that would uh, cement him as a legendary and influential director in the in influential director in 1994's Pulp Fiction, a film he co-wrote with Roger Ivory, won both of them the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay, and is now considered one of the greatest films ever made. 
Pulp Fiction changed the game for independent film and the industry in general as everyone wanted to have their own Pulp Fiction-style film with its stylized dialogue and colorful characters. 31 years after his directorial debut, Tarantino has decided to call it quits with what is slated to be his final film in The Movie Critic. The film is set in 1977 and is inspired by Los Angeles City of Angels film reviewer who wrote for pornographic magazines. While this sounds like a basic storyline for Tarantino to make his final film, you never know what you're going to get with him as he is known to put his own twists on history in movies, such as Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The film is rumored to feature recreations of iconic movie scenes from that era and is set to film in Los Angeles once the strike settles and will receive $20 million in California tax credits. Tarantino commenting that, I started directing movies here and it is only fitting that I shoot my final motion picture in the cinema capital of the world. While the strikes have slowed down production on the film, Tarantino reportedly has a cast in place with actor Paul Walter Hauser, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Richard Jewell and Blackbird being his rumored choice for the lead role. Tarantino's key collaborator, Samuel L. Jackson, is rumored to be in the film, with a reporter asking him if he has talked to Tarantino about being in the film. Jackson only said, no comment. Or better yet, no comment, motherfucker. Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino plans to retire after the film with plans to write fiction novels and film literature. Do we think Tarantino will actually retire? And what is your favorite film by him? Alec or Jamal? Or I guess uh, Alec. I guess I'll start. Yeah. With Tarantino, kind of interesting because I believe he's 60 right now. Mm. So compared to other directors in his caliber, he's like a young dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's deciding to, well, he's saying he's deciding he's going to retire. And this is uh, his 10th film. Yeah, 10th film, I believe. So. Ninth. Ninth? I think he, I think he, I think it was nine, right? Or is it 10? I think this is 10. Because, yeah. 10. Okay, yeah. I mean, the thing is, the Reservoir Dogs. Fucking Pulp Fiction. Jackie Brown. Kill Bill. Hold on, because well, Kill Bill well, counts as well, now he's got true romance. He wrote that one. Wrote oh, okay. So yeah. one, two, three, I mean, four, five, six, seven. Let's just go down his laundry list of films. Yeah, why not? Let's go down memory. Oh god, down memory lane real quick. Just to see what he's done. Hatefully, because I'm saying more than wasn't it? Yeah, it's because he wrote directed. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Google needs to update their stuff. Let's see. Okay, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Both Kill Bills. That can, he counts that as one film. That doesn't count. Oh, okay. That's what he says. <laughs> he counts it as one he, he He made it as one film, then the studio made him split into two. Uh, Grand, Grand, Grindhouse, Death Proof, uh, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, Hateful Eight, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, yeah, that's. So, yeah, this would be 10. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. Once upon a time, I was promoted as the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> it's still, I'm sorry, it's still funny that Volume One and Volume Two count as one. <laughs> one movie. Only he would, because <laughs> <laughs> there is a cut of the movie where it just is all them. It's all one cut of the movie. Mm. It's both volumes. 
Oh, okay, okay. There's a okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, how long think, is it? I don't think then? it's officially. I think it's it four was, hours. Yeah, like oh, okay. Four. Yeah, I don't okay, think okay. it's been officially released yet. But yeah, thing is interesting that he's doing his final film from the perspective of a film critic. Because mm. I feel like he's had his own. He's had his own. He because he, I when I know he respects film critics, even though like they sometimes like criticize him for a lot of his the choice he makes creatively with his characters and his and the violence he puts in his movies. But and I think you, he's like probably use of the n word. Use of the oh yeah, definitely the use of the n word. <laughs> but then <laughs> which which can be questionable. Very. But yeah. then <laughs> I look at his name, Quentin Jerome Tarantino. That's yeah. a black name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> no, no, I actually read his book. And and his his on cinema book, and uh, yeah, Tarantino basically grown up around black people like basically his entire life, so it explains a lot about him. <laughs> I explains a lot about his movies. So, yeah, he grew up a lot around black people a lot, and watched a lot of you know black black exploitation films growing up. He's got a weird face too. <laughs> okay, <damn> it. <laughs> no, we're not gonna shame people for that. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything counts for Jamal. <laughs> I'm not trying to shame him. I'm just looking at his pictures and I'm just like, he's got like a... He's, he's, he's a very unique looking man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but he's a very unique filmmaker. There's pretty much no one pretty much no one like him. Even back when he was like really like in his prime, I would say, it was like everybody was trying to copy him. Everybody was trying to do Pulp Fiction, their own style Pulp Fiction thing. Mm. But then I'm interested to see how we like how because i feel like the movie critic gonna be like his new movie is gonna be like kind of like the the uh, the culmination of everything he's done in his career i was saying I was, yeah i was as as he was reading yeah. it i was thinking the movie critic mm-hmm. like i would love if it's just like somebody picking apart his movies mm-hmm. but he's doesn't but he does it like in his way mm-hmm. where like he's going after like this fucking movie critic and he's just like it's almost like a like a mockumentary style Mm-hmm. But it's with his style, where it somehow includes violence and shit, mm. and it's something I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see because I know he's gonna try to recreate classic film scenes. That I'm sure it's movies he loves that he wants to recreate in this movie. And I think it's interesting that he's gonna cast Paul Walter Hauser in the movie. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, because usually I don't know Tarantino usually picks pretty big names for his movies. Like mm-hmm. as leading man, like you know, usually cast you know guys like Brad Pitt, Travolta, Samuel Leonardo Jones, DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio, and, and then yeah, Paul Walter a great actor, but he's kind of more not 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 necessarily a list actor. You've seen him before and stuff. Yeah, like he was in the, yeah, the Richard, Richard Jewell, Jewell movie, and then he's on that show Blackbird. Yeah, and uh, he's yeah. solid. Yeah, very solid. Yeah, you guys the, forgot yeah. the biggest one he's in, Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, it's kind of <laughs> his role as Stingray. Stingray. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't caught up. Oh, on, yeah, uh, my on, bad, my bad. He 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 was on. <laughs> where did he come in on season two? Season two, yeah. yeah he started Legit. season two. Yeah, it was, he, he was great on that. But yeah, so I get. I guess I can see him as being like uh, as a film critic for a porno mag. Because I, I can't yeah. really see. I can't really see like a DiCaprio being like no. <laughs> yeah, or I Brad Pitt being like a, a movie critic for a porno mag. So Brad Pitt maybe could do it. Brad Pitt, you think so? I think so. Too, I, think I, I don't know. I think, I think it's too high. Yeah, it's too. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he could. I think he would dive into it. He probably could. I was just like, but I people, was it would be for people. The audience, it'd be, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be tough to, to see. Yeah. Tough to sell. But I think he could. I think he could pull it off though. Okay, I feel like if you're a critic of a porno man, you gotta be kind of sleazy looking. I mean, because yeah. he's, <laughs> he's almost kind of like that in Once Upon a Time in in Hollywood. Brad Pitt, almost. That man's the sexiest man yeah. of all time. In that movie. <laughs> but. He doesn't look like that though a little bit. 
They tried to, they but tried it was still there. I mean? It was still there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I could see him sitting in a fucking office, glasses on, and he's reviewing porn mm. films. You know, and like with Brad's kind of swag, where it's, yeah, you expect him to be like this weirdo fucking guy. But, like, he kind of implements a little bit, and he still got that cool Brad Pitt swag. But is that what he's going for? I don't know. I'm just, I would, I'm yeah, we don't even know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. he does the character. But, yeah. And I wonder who else he's going to. Because I know, I'm sure Samuel Jackson, he's got to be in it. Like, I can't imagine him. How many movies has Samuel L. Jackson been out of all his? He's got to be. One, two, all can we see? three. Except for Once Upon a Time. No, was he in was Jackie Brown? Was he in Jack- four, Jack Brown? Five, six, six out of ten. Yeah, he wasn't in Reservoir. No, yeah, wasn't in Reservoir. Wasn't Pulp Fiction. Wasn't Jackie Brown. Was in Kill Bill. Uh, wasn't in Death Proof. Was was in did a voiceover in Glorious Bastards. Ah, Django, of course. Hatefully, yeah. So six. Better question is, wow. who's gonna make the glorious foot cameo? <laughs> you know he gonna, he's a porn star he's got uh, fucking porn, Mar- he porn got magazine. he got margot robbie think, last time they're gonna get that it'd be amazing at the final shot of in this it's movie, his it's, feet it's his foot <laughs> it's, it's his tarantino's foot. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be incredible 70 millimeter <laughs> fucking shot of a foot <laughs> but what do you guys think though jonathan what do you think about uh, um, this being his, well, do you, well do you think this is gonna be his final film is he being legit? I'll be honest. I don't think it is going to be his final film. I think he wants it to be, but mm-hmm. once in retirement, writing novels, that's not going to feel right. You know what I mean? He's going to get bored. He's going to get bored. He's going to start getting ideas. He's going to start getting ideas, mm-hmm. and he probably, you know, will um, try to do something small-ish, if it makes sense. I think he'll try to do, like, independent film or something. I don't know. How, I don't know how to explain it, but he's going to do small-ish something and then going to lead back to him doing films again. Yeah. Mm. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just something that like, once you're a creative person, it's hard to let that outlet out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I know he loves doing this, you know, maybe, yeah, I, maybe definitely. after a while, yes, you get like bored of it because it feels like, you know, like a job instead of something you love. But once you get step out, step back and have, you know, some time to think, you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think it could be one of kind of two things. Okay. Because I'm reading some of the wording here, and he says, I started directing movies here, and it's only fitting that I shoot my final motion picture in the cinema capital. I think it could also be the big setup of, and the return, Quentin Tarantino. You know, he takes 10 years off. Yeah. He's 70 by then. That's still, a, you, you can yeah. still fucking make it happen. And then it's like, holy shit. He comes back. 10 years later, the return, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Or if I'm reading into it and I'm adding some subtext, I shoot my final motion picture. And he's saying this is my my final film. And I know he came out and he was like, yeah, TV is not, you know, not film and blah, blah, blah. And he kind of said some stuff. But I think as a creative, as a filmmaker, I think that would be something he would like to try. Because he makes mm. he makes these long kind of films already. Right. Mm-hmm. If we're saying Kill Bill is one film, that's fucking four hours, maybe more. Mm-hmm. He can do that. In a whole season. On a whole season. season. You give him, Tarantino will give you 12, 13 episodes to create this story. Yeah. 
and now he can sit there and he can literally write out this whole story over a longer period. And I think it's something that he hasn't tackled, but I think it's something that like, yeah, because he, I feel like he did just kind of, he came out and said something about it, right? Like TV and stuff Doing like that. TV, I think he wants, or at least thought out the idea of like, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio character was on a TV show. He wanted to do an extended version of that. Yeah. Maybe for like Netflix or something. So, so so that's what I'm saying. I could see it being like the wording of it is, yeah, I've shot my final motion picture, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into TV mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna create a series and put my spin on it and do shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So I could see it being one of two things. I definitely think this is not gonna be his final film, no matter what. I think, like I said, in ten years or so, he's gonna be writing these novels and he's gonna be like, All right, this shit is boring. And, <laughs> and he's gonna come back. And he's going to make some Tarantino film. Samuel L. Jackson will be fucking 90 years old. <laughs> and he'll come trotting out. And he'll be like, yeah. He'll look like his character in uh, Django. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> no makeup needed. <laughs> no makeup needed. And he'll make something. Or I do yeah. think, or I do think he'll, I think he'll, he'll go into TV. Mm. I think he'll do one show. Right, yeah. And I think depending on how that goes, he might he might be like, all right, give me another season. Or he may just tell he may tell whoever, give me two seasons, and I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna tell this story over two whole seasons. He has directed an episode of CSI. So that's a weird. <laughs> that is yeah, like what? He for one episode of CSI. That's such a weird of all the Random. things. He's he's a, he's just a fan of CSI, and they're like, they're like you want to direct an episode? Sure. Did he like it? Huh? Did he like it? Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it's okay. In his mind, he's won, he's won, he's won some Oscars, right? He's won for writing, right? Us. Yeah, no, no, directly no ever. best picture, huh? No best, no best picture, no best, no picture, best directing, no, no best, best directing. directing. Uh, the fucking Forrest Gump took its best picture away from Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say a bit of a mistake in my opinion, but because I, <laughs> I was gonna say he's probably got the accolades and he's probably won other stuff. Yeah. So I just feel like maybe he is going to test the waters into TV. For me, I feel like he's still young in terms of, yeah, like I said before, in terms of like his peers, a lot of his peers in the industry, like Scorsese and Spielberg and stuff like that. Like he's 60 years old. He still can do like at least now, like at least like 25 years of film yeah. still, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know? And I just feel like he wants to go out while he's on top. I could see that. Yeah. And then maybe this will finally win him best director. Who knows? Maybe they'll. Maybe it won't be. Maybe his best film, but they'll be mm. like, you know what? As a way to you know celebrate this man and his contributions to cinema and everything, we'll give him best director. It's like Leo with the Revenant. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah pretty much, yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to see how this turns out once everything, the strikes, fixes up and he right. can and he can film it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say he does TV. Mm-hmm. Just because wow. somebody of his magnitude, right? I mean, he's up there. Hasn't really jumped into that, mm-hmm. you know, like fully, fully jumped into yeah. it, and like fully sat there and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I can do, I can do this, and I can do that." Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of that kind of, you know, because a lot of people, you know, okay, movies have kind of, kind of taken a backseat to the TV shows. He's so, he's such a movie guy. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, I'm going to bring the movie aspect 
to a fucking 15 episode season. And I was like, the bridge between like movies and TV is like years ago, it used to be like, eh, TV? Yeah. Eh, you're doing TV? Like, yeah. Now yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm frowned doing TV. upon. Yeah, I'm like, now I'm doing TV now. I'm doing major streaming, mm. like limited series or whatever. And they basically look, sound, and feel like movies for the most part. So, fucking budgets are almost up there too. Yeah, yeah. it's very expensive. And, and, shows and, and who's going to turn him down? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If he calls a Netflix or, or got Zasloff. <laughs> And yeah, he's, he don't want to fuck with Zaslav, I'm sure. Yeah, probably yeah. not. <laughs> you know, maybe I, Disney might turn him down. <laughs> I could, I could definitely see him. If anything, when he makes a comeback, he's gonna come back to Netflix or something. You know, just yeah. do it mm-hmm. by Netflix for Netflix type of thing. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's something that we won't expect. Yeah. So I'm yeah. gonna I, put a put a put a reminder on this mm-hmm. ten years from now, because then if you think about it, ten films. He takes a 10-year break. He can yeah. write his novels in that time. Then he comes back. It's like him and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> He's just, I'm just going to get all the black people I can. We're just going to say nigga a bunch of times. That's <laughs> oh, exactly they shouldn't be. <laughs> but now, do you guys have a favorite Tarantino movie? Mm. Once Upon a Time. It's on time and all? Okay. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to say Django. Django. I like Pulp Fiction. That one's okay. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time was good. I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. I've seen Hateful Eight. I've seen Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs was good. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight was was nice. But I think Django, I think those three, Fox, DiCaprio, and mm-hmm. Waltz, and Sam too, mm-hmm. I think they just, they all shined, but nobody felt like they were above yeah, the rest. Mm-hmm. It may, if if somebody was, it was probably Leo. <laughs> Just from the from the dinner scene, can go for me. Yeah, I'm gonna guess Pulp Fiction for you, Alex. No, I'm not basic. Okay, fucking hoe. How Sorry. dare you? I apologize. Expect that from me. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, you think I'm a film brow? I apologize. <laughs> no, uh, I probably say probably say it's Glorious Bastards. Okay, for me, I just love just love the idea. Kind of like doing like a historical movie but then you know they've been like fuck history i'm gonna do what i want yeah i'm gonna kill hitler in a fucking theater and this is obliterate everybody <laughs> in kill all the nazis yeah uh, but uh, yeah the opening scene alone is one of the best scenes he's ever done mm. by far it's on amazon right i think so i think so should be i'm gonna have to i have to check it out good it's, really it's good. very very good yeah that okay so that was my close second we're gonna have to do a we're gonna have to do a tarantino ranking we could and but instead of just ranking just the movies, like maybe we take like the main character, and we pit them against each other, ah, and we see who you know who's a better main character or something. That's a good one. That's a good one. Instead of just just doing his movies, you know, yeah, where like we actually dive into oh why was this character? That'd be interesting. Yeah. But how much? Oh yeah, another question I have for you guys: How much money do you think this movie is gonna make? Let me see how much upwards of fifty, maybe upwards of fifty, like overall worldwide. Oh, worldwide, my bad. <laughs> uh, I thought you made like fifty million. That's low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like nothing. Because um, mm. once upon a time, that would name made nearly four hundred million dollars. Okay, so I feel like being his final film. I feel like everybody can only know that it's potentially his final film. I feel like it can make more than that, like at least over four hundred million. I say, Over. I say, about five, five hundred million. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Just because That's about right. Just because it does have you know this is the allure of his last movie, mm-hmm. and you know there's going to be cameos. There's yeah. no way in hell he's not reaching out to Sam Jackson, who we already know is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like what would be dope is he kind of uses somebody or a couple people from all of his movies mm-hmm. and kind of ties that in somehow. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we'll have Uma Thurman in there. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Jackson, of course, yeah, Sam Jackson, like you said. Maybe maybe give Travolta a role. Maybe yeah. They haven't worked together in a long time, so Crazy. that'd be cool to see him come back. Yeah, it would have been nice for Bruce, but Bruce I mean, Willis, yeah. that would be tough. Mm-hmm. But hell, fucking Val Kimmer did it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this may, I mean, maybe may make it like a, like a non-dialogue kind of role. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Paul Walker CGI. Yeah. God. <laughs> Paul Walker CGI. <laughs> the best CGI in the business. That's what we're calling it now. Paul Walker CGI. You know, like, oh, we got that Paul Walker CGI. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'd be very interesting to see who's gonna be in it because I feel like he does have a cast in mind because he's one of those guys that like he's one of those guys he probably knows what actor he wants for a role. I was gonna say even I, while he's writing the script. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like with this one he's probably known for a while. Yeah, especially when you've already put a, a number on ten is gonna be my last one. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna go super heavy. With yeah. the lead, obviously, with, with Paul. But, yeah, I definitely think he's mm-hmm. he's thought about it for a while. Right. Yeah, Kurt Russell mm-hmm. being in, too. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell, like when they work together, too. But but, but then the, but the bigger question is, who is going to have that, that foot cameo? Okay, does it be a male or a woman? We fucking, he got Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, yeah. Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uma uh, Thurman. Uma Thurman. Who was in Django? Django. Or Kerry Washington. Okay. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, that, that wasn't any. Was there any feet shots? I don't think I don't remember any women in that movie. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> so I believe that was kind of like an all male cast, I think. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Domergu. I think her foot is in there. Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah, I'm with Herman once again. And Jackie Brown. E- yeah, Pam Greer's foot. Glorious Bastards. Any of, the, any of the Jewish women's feet. Okay. <laughs> uh, death proof death proof. oh yeah there's a lot of feet in that one okay. <laughs> a lot of feet so somebody yeah i think i think he's gonna go all out everybody just if no one's wearing shoes no one's wearing shoes <laughs> it's all it's all taking place from the perspective of the feet now do you think that's weird do you think he's sitting there in the casting and he's saying like all right take your shoes off i don't think he does all that but <laughs> do you yeah. think he actually does take off your shoes? Maybe. Uh, what if they What if they got some cruster busters? I mean, you can get like professional Hollywood people to clean their feet, like some CGI feet. Not CGI, just you know, like makeup artists and shit. That's probably. But he looks, <laughs> I feel like a waste of money with CGI <laughs> to clean their feet. He's, no, it's gotta be natural. He's not much of a CGI guy either, so it's gotta be natural. <laughs> like, we gotta have the natural toes here. I feel like he's I feel like he's saying, Hey, take your take your shoes off. I would if I'm somebody I feel, I, like, I feel like someone would heavily talk about that because that's kinda weird. Oh, I'm sure something. I'm sure he's done weird shit. I'm sure it's gonna come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he made me take off my shoes. Yeah, a couple years later. He inspected my feet. But if yes. I, <laughs> I would I would come in barefoot. You got the part. Right. That's what I'm fucking doing. Let me see your soles. I'm coming in barefoot. The soles of your feet. I'm like putting them on the table. <laughs> I'm like yeah. dropping something and I'm like, oh, sorry. 
just like in his face. Here you go. You know, oh, yeah, it reminded me. So, you know what's from something funny he did a couple months ago? He had a, Tarantino actually has a podcast where he talks about old movies and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and uh, he announced the death of Rick Rick Dalton. Leonardo, the character, DiCaprio's character yeah. from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he does a whole podcast about like all the work he's done. Like he's a real person, like a fucking like, in memoriam. Yeah, they, yeah, they should do it like a memoriam from. He treats it like he's a real ass person. Like they, they, <laughs> they play it straight. Like not one person laughs or anything. Wow. Like they take it That's very crazy. seriously. It's like, it's pretty funny. I wonder if we <laughs> should. I wonder if we should do something like that. <laughs> Where like we just come in and it's like we don't laugh. Yeah, say Jonathan died, and we're like going. Jonathan, off. Jonathan's there the whole time. He's just, he doesn't. But say he anything. just doesn't say anything. But yeah. like buttons are still being pushed. <laughs> And we just never acknowledge. That would be hilarious. Like it's automated now. (laughs) Our AI system. Yeah, we're just like, no, we got an AI, Jamie. (laughs) We were waiting for you to push the button. Oh, something. (laughs) Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Anyways, but see, we wouldn't even be able to do that because we couldn't acknowledge him. (laughs) So we would literally have to sit here, wait until he pushes the button, and then not acknowledge him. So he could True. sit there and control and just like he's just he's just waiting. <laughs> but we can't sit there and say Jonathan push the button. Exactly. We could look at him and just if then it's just silence. Exactly. It's crickets. Crickets, you know, get crickets. And he but how hard would that be for him not to say anything? Very hard for him. Or laugh. But uh, yeah, let's talk about Project Greenlight. Project Greenlight was a show we talked about earlier mm-hmm. on. We watched a few episodes of it together. Two months ago, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just uh, about. Yeah, and uh, basically it's a show about, well, years ago, like, this, this show was started by Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck to kind of pay it forward to uh, independent filmmakers because they they at once were, before they were A-list Hollywood actors, they were doing their own independent thing. They they wrote Goodwill Hunting, and they sold it to a bunch of studios. They sold to, tried to sell it to a bunch of studios, and then they finally sold it, and it was made as an independent film. It became, you know... Goodwill Hunting, one of the great films of that of that decade, and now after years later, decided, oh, let's pay it forward to some independent filmmakers, give them a shot, and then now we're here in twenty twenty three. There's a new season of Project Greenlight, and this time it's hosted by Issa Rae, Kumail Nanjiani, and Tiffany Prince Bythewood, and they're decided decided to focus just on female filmmakers this time around. God damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they decided to focus on fem- female filmmakers this time around. Yep. And they come in, basically they're chosen after, you know, directing a little short film, mm-hmm. submitting their work. Like an audition, yep. Mm-hmm, exactly, an audition, basically. And then the filmmakers choose the filmmakers based off that work, and they bring them over to Hollywood. And then they further audition them by making them film a scene from the project they want, that, that they want from the script they chosen. Mm-hmm. And from there, they <laughs> stop it. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they film a scene. <laughs> I hate you so much. They film a scene. I was just miming. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> they film a scene from from the script that the, the filmmaker, the producers chose beforehand. And uh, then the then from the scene that they film, they choose a filmmaker that they think should direct the f- the film. And the film they want to be made is called Gray Matter. It's like a sci-fi film. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, then the rest of the series is basically about this uh this filmmaker's journey making this uh making this movie happen from beginning to end. So what do you guys think of this series? Because uh, I thought it'd be fun for us to watch because you right. know, of course we're filmmakers, of course. So of course, of course. Huh? I said, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Mm. <laughs> we're not, not slobs over here. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, what do you guys think of it? Because I know we've had plenty of thoughts while we were watching it. Some conversations and yeah. that too, yeah. Jamal, I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, yes, right. sir. Because <laughs> I, I remember you, you were kind of like hate watching it a bit. Yeah. Miko was the eventual winner. Miko Winbush? Winbush, yeah. And yeah, Miko Winbush. To me, man, it's she had a fucking, she was gifted an opportunity. Mm. Because any one of us in here would would kill for that shit. And she's sitting there. They're like, hey, we need you to rewrite the script. And she's like, all right. And a week or two later. Yeah, I don't don't know. I'm just just trying trying to write it. And just nothing is coming. It's not like Paul McCartney. And just you know, nothing is 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 coming to. And these people were very kind to her. Patient, very patient is the word. There you go. And they're just like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, you know, but we need it in a couple of days. She's like, all right, okay, okay. So she goes home and fucking sits there and bitches about the crew being there. Yeah. And you know, it's hard to write because the crew is here, and I'm gonna take a trip to Vegas. The fuck you are. Yeah, that was wild. You haven't done shit. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? You need a vacation. And so just seeing her, you know, that process. So I'm like, all right. Then she gets into the actual production of the film. And they're struggling because, one, the script isn't that good. Mm-hmm. And she was bitching about it. But if you rewind, you had the fucking chance to rewrite that shit. Yep. And you took a trip to fucking Vegas. Mm-hmm. And you need to get away mm-hmm. when you were doing jack shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have been hunkered down in the fucking house with pizza boxes scattered all over the fucking house. <laughs> writing that shit. Pissing, making, pissing in Mountain Dew. Pissing <laughs> liter bottles. In a fucking milk carton. <laughs> fucking pissing on myself Yeah, to get that shit done. Yeah. And this bitch is taking a trip to Vegas? And then you wonder why you got on fucking set and shit was fucking haywire. And then Wild, yeah. and then she disappears in the editing process. When this motherfucker needs your input. A tight deadline too. Yeah. It's just, well, I need to go. Man. So what are you what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you absolutely doing? And so then at the end, you know, they do the test screening and Issa comes up. <laughs> I she's, remember this. She's looking at this shit like Yo, dog, what the fuck is this? Not the, it's not the movie what? I produced. I produced. What is this shit? <laughs> and then, right, they do the they do the final screening, and it just didn't. That shit was whack. Yeah. Nobody in there fucking was like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I found it hilarious. Two things. On the actual film, it was literally just, what did they say? A green light, something. 
with like the green light production or something like that or eight oh, from, the, oh. from the winner of a project green light yeah. yeah yeah no mention of Issa Rae's company Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. That's right. Not a single one on that fucking, on the mm. little, no little intro. No hooray. Yeah, no hooray. Hooray, yeah. None of that shit. I was like, yeah, you're smart. Don't fucking put your name on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second thing that's funny is, like, at the end, you know, they, they do a little recap of everybody. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm working with Snoop. Yeah. I got a show on Netflix. I'm doing something with Spike Lee. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then Miko comes up. Oh, uh, yeah, I got a manager. I got an agent. I got yeah, an agent. agent. That's the funniest part. That's the funny part. Everybody else is doing like amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I got an agent. Hey, that's the first step. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a move. I, I I did something. Yeah. I'm like, man, if we had that opportunity, we would have fucking destroyed that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I just look at it and I'm like, you didn't want to do that. You didn't want it. You know what I mean? Like you, 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 it was you given to you it. on a fucking silver platter. And you you couldn't write it, and then you fucking and then you fucking you didn't listen to anybody. They told you flush out the relationship between the mother mother and daughter. You didn't do that. Yeah, bro, like you're fucking trash. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that she's trash. But as a human being, or like <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was gonna say, I said, yeah, but I meant about that. I meant about yeah. frustration. I, stuff. I, 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 it is frustrating. <laughs> she, she might be trash. <laughs> I don't know. I'm leaving this in. <laughs> it's hey, an opinion. It's okay. Miko listens to this. Listen to this. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Jonathan? Similar you, notes. you watched the show and yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So similar notes to Jamal. Man, it's so frustrating to see. You know, it's different if it was, like, you know, nothing at stake on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is a one-time opportunity, which, like, you know, everybody was fighting tooth and nail to get and all that. And you got it, you know? You you beat all these people. And then, like, for you to not and, treat and it. And hold on. Let's yeah, be yeah. honest. The only reason why she won is because that other girl fucked up dramatically. Oh, that first? Yeah. The first one that was, like, everybody was, like, hyped up. Yeah. yeah. They made, oh, yeah, her short film was not like, good. She literally like, just had to put out a decent fucking short film. Yeah. yeah. And they would have picked her. Looked looked way too, way too neon colored and everything. And, like, and I like everybody's reaction. Everybody's, we all know who that is. And they're like, it's this person. No way. They were yeah, like, Yeah, they thought no it way. was, like, the, uh, the music uh, video the person. Super, yeah. Music video, super hyper person they thought it was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, y'all ready to go to Sundance? Y'all ready to go? Y'all ready to go to Con? Y'all, you're about to win an Oscar for me, okay? Yeah, being like that. But yeah, it was, yeah, she fucked up big time by not just like doing what they had. They basically liked her for. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, just seeing all these like easy, really easy mistakes being made, like Jamal said, you know, finishing that script. It wasn't that, you know. You had to start from scratch. You had something to work with. Yeah. You just had to make it your own or make it make sense. And then what was frustrating, like Jamal said, you know, there, she was proceeding forward with the production stuff. You know, she was like ca- casting. She was doing all this on the side. And then they were like, but how's the script going? She was like, ah, you know, I don't like the script. I don't like this. But they gave you the job to fix it. It's like, how can you say I don't like something? And then exactly. I would understand if you're like, I don't like it, and but you can't do anything about it. That I understand, but you ha- they gave you the opportunity to like, change it. Because she got a final it. cut, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that doesn't happen. And then the fact that for, she was like... feature film directors. Or yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say for the fact that, you know, she was like, I don't have time. 
Cause just, I don't have time, right? Because I'm doing all this other pre-production stuff. I was like, I get it. But they were like, talk to the writer who wrote that script and, you know, work with him. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we talked, we talked. But nothing kept <laughs> You know what I mean? What what did you do with them talking? Oh, how was your day? You know, because like, nothing was done. Well, shit, and yeah. she, was, she was late to the casting, Meetings, yeah. to the casting meeting. She was late to the to the table read. To the table read. That one was what? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like your shit's gonna be on HBO, dude. <laughs> Motherfuckers yeah. is just fighting for that. And, and then you got Issa Rae mm-hmm. backing you. Yeah. And 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 then you got the fucking love and basketball fucking director. Yeah. yeah. The woman king. Yeah. Like, wh- don't you forget Kumail Nanjiani? Well. <laughs> I mean, I know he didn't do anything. Yeah. But he was busy. He, he was busy. He was too busy making Marvel movies and <laughs> Stuber. Stu- making Stuber too. Stuber. Um, <laughs> I did want to say though, I loved and I laughed when she was it like called who was the director? The uh, what was her name? Gina. Gina. Uh, when she called her, and she was like, "Oh, I'm in the editing process," and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm over here working 24 hours. Yeah, I'm she's, sleeping she's up grinding, in the editing room, yeah. like granny." <laughs> and she, and, you know, what's, what's her name? The the one who was the contestant, Miko. Miko, Miko was yeah. just like, basically, "All right, that's it for me. I'll, uh, I'm gonna leave you to it." You know, the guy's like, okay. He's like, "All right, I guess <laughs> it's my movie now." This <laughs> is your like, movie. Yeah. But, is, oh my goodness. It's <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. Where she's like Gina Prince, like yeah, I'm at, I'm at this bitch, yeah, twenty four seven. I'm making yeah. a big Hollywood production. I haven't I'm, seen the sunlight in fucking two yeah. weeks, especially for of course you know our our fucking people don't get this many no, <laughs> no. <laughs> don't get this many opportunities. So it's, we we gotta we we can't fuck up when we get opportunities like this. So just to see her, it's kind of like obviously you know there's like. With reality shows, sometimes they cut things and yeah, change them, shift things around. So I don't know. This is like this is like a one hundred percent accurate accurate depiction of her character, but just like from what I've seen, it just felt like it's very not as appreciative of the opportunity that she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. many other filmmakers would absolutely kill for. Right, mm-hmm. and then and then it's like Jonathan said, you don't you don't even, you don't even have to create a whole fucking script. Yeah, just just go in and. Fix some changes. Yeah, rewrite. And then they told you, hey, flesh out the mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me fucking, boom, I'm about to fucking make them their best friends. Now she hates her. Like, that shit's not that hard, man. Yeah. And then the other shit, build the world out. Like, you know, fucking mm-hmm. make the world large. Yeah, you got, I don't know what her budget was, uh, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you look at the movie, it was only, like, a couple locations. It was like the home, the train track thingy, the fucking mm-hmm. swimming pool, uh, inside the factory, whatever. The, the, uh, the factory, the yeah. school, school. There you go. Sorry. And and what? That's and then about that, like the bus station. And, yeah. And, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's like they told her like, hey, flush out the what's the name? Yeah. But this movie had a three point five million dollar budget, by the way. That's still three point five million. Yeah. Man. Uh, I always use get out as an example. That movie costs like five million dollars. Like four point five million dollars. So that, that's the exact number. So it's not far off. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kinda like that movie looked looked, sounded great, written really well and everything. It's, it's like just I don't know. Just to drive. And 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 I will say she did have some challenges because her who was the the white guy that backed out because he didn't want to oh, be on the show. Uh, the our pro, uh, produ- our production guy, yeah. right? 
no, the sim. It was. Was it gonna? Be, oh yeah. Yeah, the art production a, guy. Yeah, supposed to be a like production designer, wasn't it? Production yeah. designer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was gonna say cinematographer, but she had that cinematographer set from the beginning. Basically. Yeah, like her yeah. friend or something. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I get that it. Was that was a good cool. move. Yeah, that was a good move. But so you know, I get she was kind of like she really fell in love with that guy and wanted like, him. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler. Yeah. And then he was like, "Well, I don't want to be on the fucking show." Motherfucker, you like, knew what you, you know were doing. exactly what you're doing. They're gonna yeah. be on these cameras all the time. Yeah, he's like, I can't work. It's invasion of privacy. What yeah, yeah. are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, bitch for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Like, but like, oh yeah, takes away being like Tyler. But, uh, you better hope I don't see you in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> her Inglewood came out a bit. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I just look at it. And I'm, she was she was just gifted an opportunity, and. That's literally, that's probably going to be her only one. Just because, and, and and yeah, like Alex said, they probably edited, you know, to make her look worse. Mm-hmm. But she was also making herself look bad. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, man, who's going to who's gonna really try to work with that? Then you have, like, stuff with the, the Grey Matter team versus the yeah, Green Light crew. That, that shit was, was pretty crazy. funny. It's like them just, like, just talking shit. Yeah, to, to each other, that, the AD for for Gray Matter was talking all types of crazy to that crew. Yeah. I was like, that is messed up. Mm-hmm. And it's again, you knew you knew that this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, if they're walking in shots, I get that. That's frustrating, especially if we're on a we're on a schedule, we're on a crunch. Like, hey man, you walk through the shot one more time, bro. We we gotta we gotta talk. Yeah, exactly. But you do that off camera or off or somewhere. Yeah. But you know that, hey, we're documenting this. We need to be in the fucking room. Mm -hmm. And all you're doing is wasting time. Because you want to sit there and argue and be like, no, I can't, I can't get it. You can't get in here. (laughs) No, I can't have that. No, no. Can't get in. Can't get (laughs) it. It ain't no room in here. Come on now. (laughs) It's bro, like, find room. Mm -hmm. As you're setting that shit up, be like, okay, I'm standing here. They can be over there. I can't get everybody I mean, in here. Because if you think about it, all of them people from the cast and the crew from the Grey Matter, none of them would have jobs if it wasn't for the exactly. Project Greenlight. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, they yeah, funded right. everything. So, yeah. shit, make room for this <laughs> this cameraman because exactly. he's paying our bills. So, you know, no, they were like, no, we ain't making the movie. You know? <laughs> you don't got to have everybody in there. Right. But you know you got to have one camera person and maybe and somebody audio else person, yeah. and one audio person. So it's like, it's hey, we got to figure out where they can be placed. Yeah. yeah. And it's instead of arguing and, and fucking wasting time on set, it's like, all right, y'all y'all spot in over there somewhere. Let me just check. All right, you guys are good. And then yeah. she also did, she did a couple takes that the shot where they were running outside. Oh, yeah, that was pretty, like, really. Like, there were, like, really no, like, variations. No. The, the the shot and or, like, the, the pace of the run or anything. It was kind of like, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Like, she didn't fucking juke move them. <laughs> Bitch just ran straight, like, the same route, like, every yeah. single fucking time. Yeah, well, yeah. So many ways to make that, like, a fun chase. I don't know. Yeah. So. Like, she didn't even, she didn't even move the camera. Yeah. She did the same shit over and over. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm like, bro, if this is, yeah. if this is it. Is this is it? Is this is this real life? This is it? Is this real life, bro? Do we have to suck to fucking get a shot? Yeah, suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious, bro? Yeah, what what did you think, Alec? What I think of it is like I always find shows like this is really entertaining just to see like how everything works. Yeah, yeah. See, because you know, 
as we're filmmakers, we've been on sets and stuff. We've been on really tough sets. We had good times on set. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and obviously making a movie is hard, no matter really the scale of it or anything. It's always like a, a big old journey to take on. And uh, that's why I'm kind of like, I kind of want to do judge her on certain things because I do judge her her attitude towards the whole thing. I feel like from what I've seen, I feel like she was very unappreciative. Mm -hmm. But there are times where I feel like, okay, she actually does give a shit about what she's doing. Yeah. Like when she's filming and stuff and like working with the actors or trying to work with the actors on set. But then it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of just shows, man, there's so many people that could have done this. Like even us, we could have done this 100%. And it's just, it's just kind of like, not, I wouldn't say disheartening, but it like motivates me to want to do better. Mm-hmm. Like right. When we, when we eventually do get the opportunity to do something like something on that scale and everything. And then, but then I would say the movie itself, the final product of it, let's say, I don't think it was very good. Like it felt very, it started off okay, but as it slowly went out, it felt like, it felt very like a stagnant film. There was like no really like rising tensions or anything. Mm-hmm. It just felt like we're just watching it. We're watching like an extended short film, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like to me. What do you think about Jonathan? Yeah, I mean, Cause like you said, it started off pretty well. <laughs> um, you know, it was like interesting. Like, okay, I was like, maybe Jamal and that, uh, well, not Ali, but maybe Jamal, was, you know, he just didn't like the style or sci-fi stuff. And then I started watching it. And then as, it, as soon as like the villain was somehow introduced, that's when it <laughs> Like yeah. it dipped for me, for me personally, you know when he that was, was the white guy, right? Yeah, yeah, the bald, uh, bald white guy, and then oh, and that was also another fact. Like maybe she wasn't good at giving them direction or like motivation or something because I felt him very monotone the whole time. Yeah, and even in the what was it the the table read that was another thing that even the, the executive producer like that ah, that didn't feel like a good table read that that they they casted him as the villain and he's you know reading monotone the whole time and they tried to tell her like hey give him you know yeah. give them some direction yeah but anyways yeah that's where i think it fell off for me as soon as like the villain or like you know was introduced i it became kind of like mm-hmm. very understandable very, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I didn't finish it entirely <laughs> i'm the only one that finished it I, got- I, I finished like maybe like halfway. I skipped a few times, but yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> I got like halfway on it. I, I'm yeah. I want to go back and finish it mm-hmm. just to see the whole thing through. But at the same time, I might just watch it and be like, man, this shit is trash. Yeah, it's an overall boring film. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. It's like scenes where it's like could be interesting, and then they, they take like the most boring route possible of it. And I and I feel like I feel like the mother and daughter like they're good actors. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know. And so I'm thinking, okay, she's from Ozark. The girl in the in the audition was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, like all right. I do know, like when she started freezing in the pool. Oh yeah, that part was crazy to me. It's crazy, but I've been oh like, yeah yeah yeah. Okay. I've been like, hey, we 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 need you to get this shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, one of them brutal filmmakers. Like, yeah. Can we, He's like, we'll bring a space heater <laughs> or something, but are you okay? Get your ass on space heater. Let's, let's get back into it. Like, this is real, so. <laughs> this shit is fucking real. Okay, so. You're making movies now. Yeah. Like, we got a medic. You're fine. You're not going to fucking. 
like, fuck off. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop, Stop playing. <laughs> just kicking her. Hey, hey, wake up, bitch. Up. Wake up, 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 bitch. <laughs> but no, I can tell that, that actor was very dedicated. Yeah, yeah she, she was. Oh, she does more work yeah. after this. But uh, yeah, yeah, overall, the movie is boring. And the show, the show is more entertaining than the, than the movie. Yeah. F- by far. And yeah. everything that was funny, that I think, like you said, Issa Rae's reaction to the final movie <laughs> was just, she was just like looking at the screen like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we signed up for. Everybody just silent reaction. Not mm-hmm. even like a, not even like a courtesy, like like a like a courtesy clap. Yeah, or anything. Just like this dead silence. And that's insane to see from like a, from like people that are supposed to be there to support you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. There's good silence. And then there's shit. Yeah, even Biko mm-hmm. was like, man, they, nobody clapped, nobody did nothing. So. And she skirted the fuck yeah, out of she, her helicopter. I feel like she knew the movie wasn't very good. Yeah, and she wasn't. She probably knew it wasn't very good, so she was kind of like just just going with it as it goes. But then, man, it's but this is but this is your one shot, your one opportunity. This is your name on the to line see, to seize everything you ever wanted. Yeah, one you know, moment, you know something? You guys should watch the uh, the previous season of this show. I do now. You I should. Do really watch. You should because the last season probably might be even crazier than this one. No, in terms of the filmmaker. Oh god, because the filmmaker is okay. This is because I watched it pretty recently again. His name Jason Jason something. Fuck. Let me look it up. Jason Todd. I'm just kidding. Jason I, Todd. God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> now, while well, he looks that up. Right. right. Jason Mann. Okay, Jason Mann. You, you can continue yeah. then. Jason Mann, he was uh, down the season. Basically, he's like this filmmaker that really likes to shoot on film and shit. And uh, mm. he's kind of <laughs> very, kind of pretty pretentious guy. And then, uh, so they decided for him, he's going to be the filmmaker of this script that's uh, called, I guess, like a, like a comedy, like a romantic comedy. And they choose him, and then then right after he wins, after they announces he won, he take he like he he goes back in the back with uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and he basically like yeah so I read the script but don't really like it, I, I, I actually have a script of my for my of my own that I want to, to film, <laughs> and is it possible to shoot on thirty five millimeter film and stuff, and it's it's pretty it's a small budget film, and then. <laughs> And then, then he was like, "Oh yeah, I want to co-write it with the 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 writer of Boys Don't Cry." Wow, he like he had all these demands. Yeah, and this wow, and and, <laughs> and majority of the season is like trying to trying to trying to convince him like they don't have to shoot on film. Hey man, you, you know we, we yeah. got we got digital cameras now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he write, he like, they're basically telling him to write the fucking script, but then they're like, then they're, but he's, but can we shoot on film though? <laughs> wait, wait, okay, just out of curiosity. Did they force him to do the script that they gave him? That they gave no. They they well they eventually give in to doing his script. Well, cause he didn't. He seemed like he wasn't gonna stop. He wasn't gonna stop about it. Yeah, he basically being a little bitch about it. He was <laughs> able to shoot the script he wanted. He basically got his way. In That's a lot of crazy. Ways, yeah. I see. Now I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. See, now I gotta on, watch it too. It's on Max. Okay. Season four of Project Greenlight. That's great. Cause okay. it's a fun. It's a fun season. Ain't no way that would have been able to yeah. happen in this season. Yeah, no. <laughs> so the executive producer was like, no, no. You're writing the you know, script. All these, all these black people, they'd be like, hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if they had a backup plan. Mm. And like, they must. And like, how far do they get along 
and they're like, all right, pull that plug. Because the, the, it seems like one of the, the co-founders, the guy, uh, the Hooray, mm-hmm. he was sick of Miko the, shit. The black dude. Yeah, the black dude. He was so <laughs> done. His reactions, everything. He was so <laughs> done. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, nah, fam. It got to the point where he wouldn't even show up. Yeah. And I'm sure Miko was like, oh, I don't want him I don't want him around. Yeah. And he was probably like, well, I'm going to be around. She's like, I'm not going to do it. And they're probably like already into fucking production. So you can't sit there and fucking audible. So then they were just like, "Hey, bro, we'll still pay you. Just don't, come, just don't come on." Just yeah. don't come, please. You don't have to come. Yeah, <laughs> he came one time, didn't he? Yeah, one at time the, on towards like day, towards, yeah. the end. towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, they were it, like, still, she wasn't fucking listening. They were like, "Can you go talk to her?" So then he goes and he talks, and then it's like a lot more. All right, man, we're just trying to we're trying to make it work. But you could tell he wanted to be like, "Bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Let's get this shit together." I have a question. He had to. He had to play nice. I have a question. Remember in the there was a scene or there was like a part where they were talking about the hooray team was like, we're with Miko in this and like they were yeah, like yeah. they were they were talking about a divide. Were they talking about the divide between Project Greenlight and hooray? I pre- I think so. Yeah. Okay. Those those two ladies, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah something I was like, what were they talking about? I didn't really understand what they were talking about. Like, with, like it se- it seemed like they were they thought that like uh, hooray was like sabotaging it. Not not necessarily sabotaging it, but wasn't in the best interest mm-hmm. of Miko mm-hmm. because of uh, because they were giving her criticism and they uh, were like, "Hey, we need the script, like the shit, fix yeah, these yeah. problems." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the two ladies were like, "Oh no, yeah, same fine, huh? Uh, good." And it was like, "What are you watching? What are you What are you looking at? Who are you talking <laughs> to?" <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Then like the the other seasons are on YouTube. Oh, okay. But uh, I can send you guys a link to it. Yes, please. But then one of the seasons, like the third season, I think, is they're directing like a, they're doing a horror movie, and you see they're doing auditions for all these actors, and I'm watching them I'm like okay, and then all of a sudden John Bernthal appears out of nowhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like really early. On. This is 2004 or five yeah, yeah. or some shit. Super so early. Like this is real before John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Oh. So it's like he showed up out of nowhere. He's like doing an audition, and then the director's kind of like, eh, he was okay. Oh, look at him now. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you at, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> where are you at? Where's yeah, he at? <laughs> Great actor. <Man. laughs> Much bigger star now. He's got a good podcast, too. He does, yeah. Very manly, masculine. Makes yeah. me makes me feel <laughs> maybe, it's like, damn, maybe I should be more masculine. <laughs> 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 yeah, checking my manhood but nah uh but yeah project Greenlight overall fun show really hey, good if you guys are interested in filmmaking great watch in any way it's on max watch it it's a fun entertaining show lots of give you a good amount of entertainment educational and a good trash <laughs> good, trash. <laughs> good trash the good balance but yeah good now trash. now we're gonna talk about Jonathan's suggestion of the week which is Hotel Mumbai. Yes, my chose of the week. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, why don't you introduce it, Jonathan? Okay. Let me read the. Oh Lord. Basically, Hotel Mumbai is about this terrorist group that comes into India with a plan to, I guess, make their agenda heard. The radicalists, radicalist Muslims, I think they were. Yeah, and they basically wanted to cause as much chaos and, and mayhem, including try to assassinate some high-level famous people, I guess, or rich people that stayed in the famous 
and very expensive Taj, right? Taj Hotel? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, the Taj Hotel. And so basically they coordinated a plan to, you know, try to kill as many people as they can just to make their message cross. And they, while the Mumbai Hotel employees, some of them tried to keep their, what do they call their guests safe as, Mm -hmm. as, as they can. And yeah, that's basically the story of Hotel Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, based on a true story, which I didn't know. I did not know it was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't know this act. This was a thing that happened, actually. Yeah. Which is crazy. And it happened back in 2008, I think. Yeah, yeah. 2008. Yeah, not, not too, too <laughs> <long>. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just tragic to see and actually think that this actually happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, man, those people, the, those staff workers that worked at Taj Hotel were brave 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 people you know to put their lives in front of you know their guests and i don't know if it might be real the 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 line that they say you know the guests are god yeah and i was like wow and it was just you know it was a good film overall i would give it a like a mid peak Mm -hmm. mid peak it it wasn't like you know maybe done the best or shot the best but there were some shots in there that i was like wow you know especially like when they were on the outside where the police and then they were kind of like maybe handheld, and then, like, when you saw the explosions kind of happen, you know, you kind of see the right, that was cool. camera moves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you could you can feel almost like you're part of the watching it happen and unfold mm-hmm. and all that. They had some good, what is that, like, I call them the gasps moments, like, <gasps> especially when the people come in there and then the baby's, like, crying. I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to find her. Headshots. <laughs> Nothing but headshots. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overall, like I said, I, I would give it a mid-peak. It, it, was, it was definitely something to watch. Alec or Jamal, who would like to go next? John never seen it, so. Oh right! Oh shit! <laughs> so I Sorry, Alec. For, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot. Uh, one of the uh, points since you talked about the that shot, but one of the shots I liked is when Army Hammer is getting out that that area where he was he was being held up with his wife and stuff, mm-hmm. and he comes out and you see him like it's a wide shot. You just see him standing in the corner, and then you see the shooter on the left side of the corner yeah. coming a little close. I was kind of like, oh, this is. As a very creepy shot. Because, <laughs> you know, at any point you can just shoot him. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's shooter. <laughs> oh, my God. But, nah. but overall, I did. I enjoyed the movie. Right. It was a little different from what I expected. It felt yeah. more because I was like, it stars Army Hammer and uh, Dev Patel. Patel, I like a lot. Army Hammer, he's good until he turned out to be a cannibal. But that's another <laughs> thing. <laughs> Which one was Army Hammer? I'm here with the white dude. Really? Yeah. Cannibal? Oh, God. Yeah. Have you not heard about this? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have you heard about Army Hammer being the... Because they made a whole documentary about his family and shit. Oh, damn. I mean, no. This is... Uh, you know. See? No. Yeah, Jamal, don't lie. <laughs> you know it just as much as I do. We don't know shit. What? Right. Why are you This aggressive. <laughs> what did I do to you? <laughs> But nah, basically, Army Hammer basically was basically caught. He has kinks. He's a very kinky man. He likes, he's into BDS and, and, um, and thoughts of eating people. Oh, shit. He's on that Dahmer shit. He's on that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real, real. Well, yeah. And then and basically, these women came forward with screenshots of things that they texted him with him saying very, very violent and vicious things about eating eating them and about how what they're going to do to them sexually and eventually giving one of the women PTSD. It got really bad. 
and uh, yeah, and uh, he went to court for it. And, uh, and then they went into the whole thing where the women, yeah, open up things about his family because he comes from a very rich family. Um, you know, the Arm and Hammer? Shit. Oh, shit. That's him. Okay, because I'm family. I'm literally sitting here. I'm like, man, his name <laughs> is so close to Arm and Hammer. <laughs> I still haven't heard of that. Ar- it's, yeah, they it's never like had the, fucking... the, the deodorant. The what? The deodorant. And the, the baking oh, powder and baking soda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah baking yeah. soda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's toes. Yeah, that's he it. comes from that family. Sucking on his son's toes. Dry toes. This family very rich in there. They come from a family of very morally gross people. So, so when he got shot, you went, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, he's got he's got some issues to deal with. I think he's been like, I think he's been like, hasn't been no charges. Well, has been like resolved of all charges. So. Mm. He might make a comeback eventually, but I remember he was like taking off a lot of projects that were coming out, like Shotgun Wedding. I know he's supposed to be like the lead dude in uh, Shotgun Wedding instead of Josh DeMille. So yeah, wow. and so, it looks like he was supposed to be on the Godfather spinoff. The oh offer. yeah, the, the the offer. Yeah, he's supposed to be on that. He's wow. supposed to play Miles Teller's part. I remember that. Hmm. But yeah, so like a lot of projects that probably could have you know extended his career more. But, man, if he would have just got that Dahmer. Man, if he just didn't want to fucking eat women. <laughs> <laughs> you think he should have gotten the part for Dumber? Yeah. But yeah, this <laughs> sidetracking from the film. Yeah, he would have been perfect for it. Oh, God, that was, oh man. God, he's like he's like too tall and handsome for it, but yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need a prop. I'll just uh, I'll just eat a human. Just, just film me. Just film me. This is basically just, a documentary. Just come to my house. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but no, yeah, Deputel and the Army Hammer kind of build as they're on the poster. Being like, oh yeah, we're the stars of the movie. They're they they are the main characters in a way. Yeah. But they're more they feel more like spectators. Yeah. Than they do like actual like main characters because there's subplots with them that are kind of there, but not really the main focus of the mm-hmm. movie. The whole thing is you know this like this terrible event that happened in this hotel. <laughs> and I appreciate it from that perspective. I feel like the overall subplots in this movie were weak, in a way. It felt like, I felt like I should be caring more about this than I should. But but not really. Like I think I think Deb Patel did a great job. It's mm-hmm. a very restrained performance. I usually like him a lot and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his kids care. So oh yeah, I forgot he has a family. Yeah, <laughs> he has a family back at home. Yeah, and then yeah, then he yeah then spoiler he eventually goes back home to his family. It's supposed to be like a really like a powerful moving Touching. moment. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. kind of like oh okay. Cool. Oh, good for him. I'm glad he got back. Good he back got back to his, his baby being washed in the tub. <laughs> Showing that baby ass. <laughs> I think that's one of the final shots in the movie. That's great to see. A baby ass? <laughs> Jamal's face is what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> but no, all, all the but it does a job as a thriller. There's a lot of stuff in there where, like you say, there's a lot of gas moments where it's like when people get shot, they get shot. Yeah. They die. But like, <laughs> <laughs> when you see them get shot, they're like, die instant. Yeah. And you don't really have time to think about it. And especially that part in where the, that one couple's in the restaurant. Yeah. That guy gets shot and they like, throw that grenade into there and the whole thing just explodes. Whoa. It, just felt, it felt very real. Yeah, no like kidding. Very scary situation, and I realize the uh, the actress that plays that I guess the like girlfriend, one, the, the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, she's on she's on a show right now, Ahsoka. Oh, the Star Wars show. That she, is her, huh? Yeah, she plays Sabine. Ren. Sabine, yeah. yeah. We haven't talked about this. Uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna save this. <laughs> I'm gonna save my my talk for that show for another day. <laughs> yeah. Once once we come once we get closer toward the, towards the end of that show. I, oh, okay. That's some shit to say. <laughs> oh, so but, Jamal's gonna finally watch a Star Wars show? No, he doesn't have to. Uh, he doesn't need to watch it. I know it's probably he'll be he'll be confused true. as fuck anyway. So probably. <laughs> no, he won't. He he will. I don't. Yeah, I don't that know. Might I don't be the love to uh, no, because I don't know any of the fucking like. Not one. Not even Darth Vader. I mean, I know the characters, but I don't oh. know the story. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Literally just Luke and Darth. <laughs> that's it? Luke that's, and Dirt. That's about it. What about Obi-Wan? Wow. No. I know yeah. Obi-Wan. I don't know story, though. Oh, okay. What about Mace Windu? R- R2-D2. Mace Windu? Who? Mace Windu? Exactly. Sam Jackson's character. <laughs> I know. who. <laughs> Obi-Wan. Padme? Uh, uh, we're going to have to have a Star Wars only episode. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. That's the one day Jonathan, did, uh, I mean Jamal, decides to skip out. <laughs> I'll just be watching something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but nah, yeah. But back to the movie. They did a good job and everything. But I think the one of the things I enjoyed most about it is, yeah, this is documentary kind of style. It feels very real. All the, mm-hmm. the sound design to everything sounds great. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's all multiple movie that has the powerful moments but it ultimately left me a bit cold i would right. say but well, well, still i i think i still think it's enjoyable i think people that watch it will get something out of it others will too but yeah i i still enjoyed it though right so i would give it a mid okay. i would say a mid yeah but uh, i would watch it I, I would say i would watch it again to give it another shot right to see if i have like a it a bit more yeah. yeah have a different reaction yeah i would like to see jamal's Take out it too because I know it kind of fits in what we've been watching. Some, yeah, like, that's why I chose it. Yeah, I just I had planned on watching it, I really did. And then I, it just you know, I was just it was always like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get I to know, it. Yeah, and then I just didn't get to it. Just got the juice first. Why, well, hey, man? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. Know, fucking, when Tupac calls, <laughs> you answer. When the pot calls, I gotta take it. Well, maybe not because he's dead, <laughs> as far as we know. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take his call now. If if I got a phone number and just said Tupac, I'd be like, "Whoa, oh my God, this is the Pac." And then it, and then it's fucking Suge Knight. And he's got gotcha, you, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh, no. Oh no, goodness. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Good suggestion, though, Jonathan. Oh, I think I kind of suggested it. Well, good suggestion, Jamal. Good, good suggestion, you. Jamal and Jonathan. Well, he got vetoed. He got, he got, he got, Stop it! I'll throw this at you. Retard. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a little. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so. So, whose turn? It's mine, isn't it? Yes. I guess so. Yeah, okay. So, I decided since we talked about it earlier and we were, we were talking about Fincher and everything, I said we'd watch the film. You haven't seen it before, right? I have not. You haven't? Jonathan? Which one? Seven. No, 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 no. Okay, so we're gonna watch seven. Okay. Woo! David Fincher's seven. Nice. It and it kind of works because I'm I'm in the middle of Mindhunter. Yeah. So I'm on a little Fincher kick. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. yeah came out in 1995, starring Brad Pitt, and Morgan Freeman, as they're tailing a, a serial killer that basically bases his his kills Killings. on the seven seven deadly sins. I did read that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe, oh yeah, the the writer of this film is writing the killer. So, oh, okay. oh wow, film, so so, so it should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I love this movie. Seen it a good amount of times. 
and the ending is very, very good. So I'll say for that. Okay. Can I just mm. assume you guys knew what the ending was? Well, it's, no, a, good, no, it's, no, a, no. it's a good thing we were like, no, we haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those famous endings. Really? But yeah, uh, okay. yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for you guys to watch it. Okay. Cool. And then we're going to talk about it. Sounds like Holy a plan. Oh. Well, people, yes, that sir. is that is it for this one. Because mm-hmm. it, it is getting steamy in here now. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, we've all slowly started to just started to melt. Decompose. Oh, wait. Before we end oh. it. Oh. Actually, mm. I just saw something. Uh, got some breaking news here. Uh-oh. It is breaking news. Like in the CNN last, at the bottom. Oh, shit. In, yeah. the, <laughs> in the last hour, oh. there has been something from Aquaman. Oh, oh shit. A mini <laughs> a teaser for the trailer. No way. I assume we could all watch it together. Yeah. This is as alive. A, as a family. So everybody <laughs> Everybody get on the trailer. What Aquaman 2 trailer? Or is, yeah. that, where, is that what we type in? Oh, yeah. Aquaman The Lost Kingdom teaser. Oh, yeah. Literally an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, this is all within the last hour. And we were just talking about how they haven't been promoting this movie for shit. Now but see, have something. that's because whenever we talk about something, it happens. It happens. <laughs> so we caught it when they did it. They were like, oh, shit. They're talking about us. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, this part of the thing, we're going to talk about it. And uh, probably just skip over the tr- skip over the part where we're actually watching it because we're we don't want to get copyright. Okay. Right? Are we all at double zeros? December twentieth. Going for IMAX. <laughs> Aaron, what you guys think of that? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Okay, I'll say this. It is, it it, is what it is. It looks epic, but that's what the last one we kind of looked similar to. Is what's the name said on this one? Who? Amber Heard. She is. Yeah, I, I heard she. Is. Maybe maybe that's why we haven't. But what? I Do you guys that. notice? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen her once in the trailer. I don't no, think she she definitely they focus either. on Nicole Kidman more than. Oh, Nicole Kidman's in it? Yeah, she's the. Uh, Did I see that? Madre. The lady. Uh, she's the Madre. Did I she's see that? Huh? Did I see her? I'm sure you did. Yeah, she's got the, the trailer. Yeah. They show her pretty prominently. I mean, you can. I guess you can't tell it's her if you haven't seen the first one, but. That's <laughs> 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 what you get, Jamal. I mean, that's what I get for that. what? For not seeing no, the first one? Not seeing the first one. Yeah, no, I think my life is still pretty good without she it. She is right there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, she plays I mean <laughs> she plays Jason Momoa's mom. Mommy. Okay. It's like she's very she's she plays a very old character. She's a thousand of years old, so mm. it's like <laughs> DC is looked young. DC is out here, man, just Amber Heard fucking what's what's the flash kid? Hmm? Uh, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Just criminals and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but criminals. <laughs> <in this bitch. laughs> Just fucking. Ashen's probably gonna be in one because he oh likes. Oh my goodness! He's a, he's a murderer, apparently, allegedly. Not from. I didn't. I didn't say that. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. He's a murderer, and somebody's got receipts. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Thank you uh, for another episode of Two Cinema with Love. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.